exactly every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. One of us smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. And we are right on time, guys. I can't believe it. We killed it. Oh, shit. It's 520? No, we, you I thought said, it was 420, Pacific. Dude. Yeah, you said oh, we, Pacific. Yeah, no, we're, we're totally on Pacific yeah. time right now. Yeah, 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 we're yeah. on it. Nailed yeah, we're, it. Oh, we're on time. Nailed it. Nailed it, exactly. <laughs> I'm joined Lawrence here in the studio by uh, Colin Gordon live. We're, Hi. We're, we're within our, we're kind of breaking rules right now because we're closer than six feet. I was going to try to do like. But we have our own joints and we have our own smoking devices. Everybody's got their own. autonomous. Yes, we're trying to take care of. Uh, Trying to take care of it proper now. Um, we also got, and we washed our hands for 20 seconds. So we're going to have a, a discussion with Colin that about the evolution time. of cannabis breeding and 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 the irreparable damage that we've done in the last few years. So oh, dude, and, if, yeah. and we're going to try to pull that's our way true. out of it. It's going to be pretty awesome. It's going to that is going to be a fun <laughs> conversation. So we're going to start off all light and to be fun. Honest, that's my whole life. And then we're going to delve deeper into into craziness where uh, in this virus sort of. Uh, atmosphere that we're in right now that everybody's just the hottest thing we forgot about plant viruses viruses are so hot right now yeah they're the hot bro <laughs> the thing about human viruses is that's a good thing sometimes because yeah. we're actually the plague of the earth but when it comes <laughs> we're to the plants path- so we're the pathogen and it's the, the cure exactly but when it comes to plants we all a lot of people forget about viruses and, and that's I think what it's funny how it's becoming front and center in the whole cannabis industry where we just realize that we're walking around with some dirty ass plants passing viruses off Honestly, left and right and not understanding what we're doing until i started working at a hydro shop the first time i worked at a hydro shop started talking to reps and i, I had no idea that most of my plants had pathogens like i just was unaware that they even existed yeah let alone how to identify them and i've learned some since then and luckily i have a couple of people that i can call on that are qualified that help me but we can't test for them, and some of them are so ambiguous, it's hard to even know. I know Fusarium when I see it, and I know Pigman exactly. when I see it, and those particularly are the first if it's a variety that I, I've seen it before in, Yeah. and those symptoms, but like, what about the other four or 500 plant viruses that are... Well, apparently there's like 12 brand new ones uh, fresh on the scene, so we're going to have Joe Ramahi calling in uh, in the second half of the show. And like also, newly discovered plant viruses? Yeah. That, well, two cannabis, two cannabis, two cannabis, you know, okay, crossing cool. over, a lot sure. of crossover things. Right. And so okay. it's the same idea. Cool. Like, this is, you know, we're all kind of, we're going to be like, oh yeah, that kind of sounds like that. Right, how and like that, certain PM doesn't, like carrot, like PM on carrots doesn't necessarily, can't get cannabis... Yeah, it can't give cannabis PM. Exactly. But occasionally, yeah. you get a crossover somehow where there's mutation where it can. Uh, like exactly one out of Exactly like okay. that. Okay. So we're going to talk to Joe. And then also, it's funny because we have, we'll have Joe and Joe. So we have another Joe who's working with Joe. I'm bad with names. But he's, good uh, so he's good. We only have one couple names to figure out. And then also Justin from uh, uh, DSG Labs who's been on the show. Who Him and Joe have been on the show together. What's going on here? We got a little, oh, we got just... Is this Pirate just just for us to look at? Like play what with? What is that booty? Don't touch the is silver, that, bro. What did are you, you doing? bring what? booty? Oh, you're trying to get a shot from there. Because they can't hear you guys. Oh. Is that silver booty? I I collect silver. silver I collect silver. 
I have a picture. I have my picture of my collection. Well, you're right. surrounded by it, bro. It's, but you're not allowed. But this is. A, I, can I? Can I? Can I get it? Because of South, um, South and, Park. And we also have Dave, of course, uh, lying in the wings because he was afraid to come in and hang out with us. So is that he's sitting at home in his own spot. We're getting shots of you though, too, right? So we're gonna have you during the show, I would hope, or something, right? Is, is, that, gonna work, is that gonna work out or not? I don't know. It's cool, but we, yeah. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Hey guys, here Wait, we are. Am I out of the picture? You need to turn Just, some lights on. I can barely see you. Your right. beard blends into your shirt. That's okay. It's, <laughs> it's better, better than nothing. That's fine. Well, you disappear. <laughs> it's like that. It's like the. Um, it's like the. Uh, <laughs> The Simpsons one where he disappears into the into the yeah. bushes, you know. It's like that's me. I'm just disappear into my beard and it kind of. I, I feel like envelops. I've, that's me often uh, at these shows that we do. Yeah, like I'll just be like someone like like someone you a certain rep you've seen for like five years in a row from some company. Like you know everything about their thing. And they're like oh, you walking know over. You can You're feel like, it oh, coming. I don't want to hear about this light bulb again. And sure. I'm gonna sink into this tree. Sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. There we go. We got. Are we happy? We got a little bit of sound now, or not? We got something. Good. Okay. It's about as good as we can do, people. Am I? Am I good? Are we but good? you can listen to the much better version after we upload it because it'll be crystal right. clear at that point, right? Yeah. Well, the the upload's going to be great in a couple Post hours. Post engineering must be amazing. It is. Five G, baby. It is. And um, <laughs> I don't even know what that. So Dave, that would, Dave, did we mean. ever get a um, answer back if uh, William's joining us? We don't know. We maybe. No, I haven't heard back from him yet. I will keep. It's okay. Him, it's though. a tradition in the cla in the glass blowing world. If you don't completely flake out, then you're probably you know not a real good glass blower. And and <laughs> high end, and <laughs> high -end hash makers. I'm supposed to reach out. To oh, then if you're like a high end hash maker, you could dip for like three weeks without anyone even like worrying slightly. Not even question. Like they're probably in Italy. You're like what? Yeah, yeah. There's certain there's certain uh, leniencies given to those people because it's, it's exactly our uh, formula too on the show. We never. We never officially start on time because if, if we did, we'd lose half our audience, and that's and that's, also, that's a why proven create expectations because that just leads to disappointment. That's exactly the and case. no one's ever gonna be pissed if no. you're never on time. No, because you're never on time, and that's what they expect. That's why we could be an hour <laughs> late like we are today. That's exactly it's why all we're all about reasonable with no with no live things, and we're not gonna lose a single. I like it. It's we're a actually gonna gain people because they're gonna be like these guys are so dedicated. They they push through when they could have just gave up, like, like so many others. That's what people think of. And that's why attrition. I don't. And that's why I like. <laughs> I, personally, I love live yeah. shows because I feel like it's a totally different vibe when you have people that are there on the chat and you're oh, like, yeah. boom, and it, it just feels like there's some give and take all the way around. Even if I'm sitting by myself in a room, it's like that is even more important. Well, I think that. But with so a, we have like recorded shows. We have weird. a lot of perspective that we share, but also the more we talk, the more we share thoughts and like have similar thinking. So it's nice to have. Uh, outside, like stuff that I wouldn't necessarily think about, that's obvious to bring up. Oh, it's a, know, yeah. from a different perspective, exactly. and, and immediately just well, triggers a whole the, new. The only line problem of, is, is that it's like sometimes this shit's going by quick, and I see something that I want to answer, but I'm in the middle of a conversation with something else. I think I'm going to get back to it. I, I never have bad get eyes, and I'm dyslexic. And I'm, is it just me? Or is that vertical? Is that Chinese? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it, no, it's uh, it's, are you a, it's right in now? the matrix. It's are in you the, reading? We're it? in the matrix. It's okay. That doesn't matter. You can read that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Don't you see that? Oh, you must awesome. be. Oh, you have that thing where everything looks sideways. It's totally straight. No bullshit. Don't. <laughs> it doesn't make things vertical. It doesn't make it into look, script. Look, look, it does. 
It does. Because we're on because we're doing a horizontal thing here. If we did it this way, you'd be. Amazed. I'm so. But don't old. worry. I'm such a 46 year old right now. Don't worry. I'm just it. like, how does this stuff work? Look at the words. They're uh, like magic. Vinny will Vinny will link <laughs> us up at, with any major uh, questions that come through. Yep. Uh, it's like when people tell me I photoshopped my buds. I'm like, I don't have a computer. I don't even know how to use it. Like, <laughs> so. Uh, since we wanted to, since you reached out to me and you were with, with an idea, and I thought let's let's, because it was so timely, because I think there there was a, a, a there was a post that James, I don't know if you saw that, I'm sure you did, and it was like honestly, I don't have time. Okay, to, I'm just to read a lot of posts. Okay, so, but I'm saying uh, it was, go ahead but it was a good, it was one where he got razzed for it because he basically just put a guy on blast because he was trying to sell a Mac. Mac One crosses some sort of knockoff banner cross that was like right. they were both, but they're both female clone onlys, and you know it was like the classic story of like some weird. And then right. yeah, but I bought a pack, and you're like, no, you didn't. James has a good gut uh, to know like when someone's full. Oh of yeah, no, that. he totally called him out, yeah. and then the guy got all butt hurt because and it was funny because James called it out before it even started. He was like it sounds like something from Oklahoma or something, and it was like sure enough, it was from Oklahoma. It, I, you know, I it was like, like <clears> it was <throat> exactly that, and nothing yeah. against Oklahoma except for the fact that they're just noobs that don't quite get that predictable. We, we've all been doing. Doing this for a while. 2011. You can't really come to us with some total bullshit. That's our 2011. So it's almost yeah. like it's like you hear something and you're like, oh, I remember that play. I remember everyone doing that here, but it was just a long time See, ago. See, now he's with us. Now it's like a real conversation. Before, hey. it was just like you were just the ghost in the machine. Well, now you can see me. Yes. Better than so you're here. You're hanging out. You're hanging why out. Why didn't you say something? I it's didn't realize I didn't have man. my light on. That's why we didn't. Well, because it was kind of nice just to know that you're just back there somewhere and not wondering why we're not talking to you. So it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and here he is, Dave, joining the conversation. But so I don't. Did you realize? I don't, Adam. I don't know. Well, this me, is weird. Kiss me. Let me finish the one thought. Did and you know I you called you the day before you called me? And I don't think you knew you called. I, I was calling you. So I realized it was from a different phone. And mm -hmm. then you called me. I was like, dude, I called him yesterday from a different phone. Well, that's when, that's when serendipitous so things are working. So, uh, but what I was trying to finish was the fact that you called me saying, which is back to the same conversation, which, uh, that you wanted to sort of address the fact that we're in a new, we're in a sort of new age of breeding where nothing that we sort of label it makes sense because it's, we're, there's so much... Basically, there's just so much interbreeding going on that we're at that point right. where you it can hardly models the pool. You cannot really have a true F1, and you cannot well, really have a good BX. Technically, you can, or you can unlikely. fudge the you can fudge the the numbers can get everything gets pushed into weird directions, and so we were gonna nail that. Hopefully, we'll yeah, I'd like it. to we'll just open a discussion. Part mm -hmm. of it is like I have some ideas about about it, but mm -hmm. I have a lot of questions also that I definitely don't have answers for hmm. that well, I, I would like to, well, to put so out in the public for genuinely to try to come up with better terminology. Like I've been thinking about this for a year or two and I'm mm -hmm. just stuck on a few points, but I feel like it's a creative project that's a little bit beyond my my personal scope. So. And, it, and it hit and it, it definitely was on point because I like reached out to Rob, Rob Clark, and then he was kind of like, and that's taxonomy, the history of the plant, where it comes from, and all that stuff. Instantly pondering the whole concept of it all because we all, it's like a very obvious thing, but you know, you kind of have to, you do have to give it some label when you're when you're working. Otherwise, you're going to get into a situation of we're just back to like, well, we're just going to not follow well, original. Like the protocol. number one, uh, this is how it started for me, and then this was a few years ago where okay. I realized there was um, uh, a gap. So I looked up, I was still learning what F1, F2 was a little bit. And um, F1, I, I learned that uh, by definition is a cross of two unrelated uh, strains, two varieties. Mm -hmm. Now, 
back in the day and when all this stuff was done. But here's another thing, uh, just it, also not just two unrelated varieties, but two stable. Mm-hmm. So it's two stabilized varieties. There's actually no work on anything but. So because of that, in modern cannabis, especially what we're using in the U.S. and say Holland and Spain, you know, um, we don't infuse too much anymore from the outside. It's a lot of just what I call kissing cousins. Everything's partially related. And I think a lot of the uh, various gene banks that try to uh, gather data that show everything's a little related, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's 10% or 5% or 20. So <clears throat> basically, now, yes, you can take a haze and cross it with a cushion. Technically, those may not be related. But just numbers wise, I'm going to just guess 90 to 95% at least of new yeah, crop, many, new crosses true, made how many real have at least 5% relation, more likely 30, 40, 50, especially Cushes, Chem, Skunks. Uh, I feel like I've identified in my world some primary colors, mm-hmm. which um, you would recognize. You know, I have d- Dutch Skunk and Super Skunk, those big fatty ones. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Hazes, which I would just call that like a, a Sativa cultivar, you know, a Dutch Haze. Um, true Kush Mountain, you know, the stocky. Mm-hmm. You know, Kush's, uh, OG Kush, and then whatever you call that line, the whole chem, sour, diesel line. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like OG Kush is it's taking the, the lead on that one. You have the perps that I don't know. I don't know. Once again, I don't know any taxonomy or lineage because everything that's been told to me is secondhand. Mm-hmm. And in this world, it could well, be well, 15th well, hand. Well, if, for you go back to, if you go back to our, our third gen but, show, perps it all was, came down to what was it? What was it? Who was the guy who did all the perps? Come on, you know. Third gen show was <clears throat> one guy. He did it all. We we, we had to. Oh right, I know. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> yeah, the perp. I can't remember. It all came down to one guy. And it was Third gen else. was actually some of that. There's some of the only gear that I use for my breeding. I don't really use a lot of the people's, but um, I um, I got like about five different perp cuts that were just phenomenal, and they're all very similar. Where they're shorter, stocky, higher leaf, just crazy color, crazy grapey or cherry. Yeah, but you got a lot of. I think you got a lot of. <clears throat> see a lot of your lines that have those crazy those well, full color spectrums right going on. well so what i try to do is hit them with the high calic to leaf ratio to stuff or ogs you know and that's where i think almost every great california strain came out of uh maybe not in the last couple of years but for about 15 year period where some sort of perp times some sort of og mm-hmm. but they just go so well together and um but i realized that all these perps are very very closely related right. so i don't know who comes from where and exactly when blah 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 but in my like primary colors i have so perps I have OGs, I have uh, like Afghan Kushes, Hazes, Dutch Skunks, and like, what else? I mean, <coughs> not much, honestly, like Chem, you know what I mean? And like, which I think is a relative, a significant relative of OG. So I, I don't, everything's some sort of mix of those. Mm-hmm. And even those came from each other somewhat. Obviously, the Haze would have the least related to the OG Kush or something. But like, if you cross an OG cushion haze, that's an F one that you're gonna have some some weird ass. Some well, and, and, and actually, that's where you'll get all the. In my opinion, that's where like Most the, mag- interesting. the magic happens there. Yes, and then it yeah, just yes. gets fucked up from that point on by for the most part, and then you have to kind of get through the muddle, through the bullshit to get back to a point where actually a lot of people don't even really necessarily need to be, which I think is a problem. Is like people, uh, I mean, if you're trying to stabilize a single like line yes 100 percent. that's what you need to do but once you're like when you're really trying to make those crosses and things those are like 
it, it's a lot of work because you have to figure out what you want and right. stick to that and not, um, not not deviate. And that's the problem I think. And we just, first talked about this a few years ago in Portland. Mm -hmm. I remember we were uh, we did a thing where we were doing directional breeding versus uh, compensatory, where directional like was Sonny Chiba who was doing these perps where he was getting more purple, more purple, all these different shades of purple and CBG, and he was working with specific. Uh, he was working with specific cannabinoids where I was just like, I'm trying to take variety A and B mm -hmm. where when I, if I put these together and see the best of both, that's like if the one in the middle, like if, if I feed a hunt, like I, I, that's going to be a complete plant in some way. Meaning like, well, it makes it, I mean, like, it, let's it, say you have a perfect plant minus terps and this is the craziest terpy plant. Sure. You hit those together and you know that pheno hunt, you're going to find that complete plant, but you take two very different plants, mm -hmm. you're going to find more unique traits in those hunts, you said the magic. Like, when you find unique stuff, truly different stuff, that's usually when you take two varieties that are tr like true F1. Yeah, because what, well, the thing is, after that, so when you're on that whole F2 generation, the, the, the point is is to then stabilize a particular line out of that right. one. And that's the thing is, it's actually work at that point, so, and it's really, like, not where you don't want to sell F3s. You know what I mean? Those we do. Are, we sell all the F5s now. It's fully stable. One Vino. Done. Yeah, Pick I mean, one male well, is going to five is okay. That's that's more. That's down the line. But F threes are kind of in the weird zone. I feel like I have a lot of like that's when I that's when I can't really guarantee. So much here's my there's favorite. A lot, lot of shit going on. Yes, and also no, because I have some F threes mm -hmm. that I feel that way about for sure, and I have some that for some reason, and I don't have a lab to know this. Right away, they just started homogenizing. So for some reason, uh, certain dominant and recessive genes matched up properly to where like. The first run, you're like, whoa, 80% of it went this way. And so by the, it's almost like certain BXs, like, mm -hmm. right away take the characteristics of that mom. Another, you have to force it. Like, I found um, SLH, Super Lemon Haze, Jack Herrera, Durbin, you know, all those, like, limonene. Sure. They become dominant. Like, so you BX no. a couple times no, into no, those. No, no kidding. You do a <laughs> no BX, kidding. You do a BX no. two in either of them. Yeah. And you have a, whole a, a very close different. version of that. No, uh -huh. no, no. If you, oh, just if like you a, continue to. Just like a, like so a carbon copy. If you hit into Durbin mm -hmm. three times, the, any variety you want, I think it's going to be mostly Durbin. I think that's because of that. I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters if you go forward or backward or anything with that shit. I think that fla that particular profile is, like you said, I mean. It's hard to shake. When you say dominant. It's I hard think to it's, shake. It's almost like, like beyond it. Yeah, it's like it's a like pit, glitter. It's like a pit bull just <laughs> grabbing and clamping on you. I can't get it's rid of it. It's hard to shake. It's super hard to shake. Like, and it, it's one of those things where it scares me sometimes because yeah. strains that I thought I knew yeah. start to pick that up. And I'm like, how okay. the fuck did so, that happen? Okay, like, great. Okay. It, I've been experiencing that specifically uh -huh. where I'm like looking at them and I realize that somewhere down the line, say several years ago, it was in there. But we're mm -hmm. talking like 130 second or I didn't do the math but you know like a great 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 parent mm -hmm. and I have found a couple different lines now where as I breed them out a little bit or even just as some get older yeah. that limonene comes out stronger it is true and I, I don't I don't know any it, of the science behind it. I just know that's just something that it's happens, a weird and it's I have a not been able to quantify it at all. It's the it's I was calling it the brown flavor because it's kind of like yeah. like it's just everything turns brown. Like you put too much paint, you fucked up. Like you had it going on for a little while. Yeah, yeah this like, really interesting Check out purple going. Yeah. Check out this color. This, this is the coolest is cool. purple ever. And then and then you're then like, that shit. Can I should add that. <laughs> and I feel yeah. like that's kind of what happens with that yeah. profile. And the weird part about it though is the original Jack Herrer did not have that. Correct. It was more it, hazy. It was a totally different thing, and yes. it was nicer, and it was more unique. I believe this is Jack Flash, the one that's been going around totally. forever. I believe so, too, I because that was like what had, and it's almost like a tangy vibe, how tangy ruins everything, too. Yeah, like, like sure does. 
if you like that, it's cool. Sure. But it doesn't mix well. No. You try to put it with something else, no. and it just turns to tangent. All the worst qualities are dominant. And so I feel like it's kind of one of those strengths. <laughs> Especially it takes the high of things. I did, I, I've seen a couple mm -hmm. cuts from, I think it's DNA, that I've seen people run seeds of their sour tangy, sour D times tangy, mm -hmm. where if you're a pheno hunter, you will find one out of, say, 20 that is unbelievably amazing. Where it's like, I'm, I'm okay if I know what I'm looking for. Like, knowing, hey, it's not every plant. Yeah. But, like, I, I did see a couple cuts that were big, very sour D dominant, and had also the orange from the tangy. Mm -hmm. And those were amazing and stony. But all the others were, to me, just they did get high. Because the tangy just, to me, personally. Yeah, it's, not, it just, a, it's yeah. not a strong plant at all. I like it as it's extractor. Oils, oils, right, good yeah. oil and also mixing uh, with, like, yeah, yeah other It makes oils. amazing oils yeah, and it sure. makes amazing... Uh, products because it, again it, the flavor is so obvious and uh, you could smell through the bag though too in, that's in the, nice. in, like. the uh, in the THC uh, contest that we're doing right now like just we're judging one of the and because you know some of the stuff like the pens came labeled you knew exactly what they were so I was like oh tangy yep <laughs> like, uh, like there was like what could you do you know you expect nothing but remember three like, years ago or no it was four years ago that like half the I think Rob Pritchard thought it was like half of the entries were flow but like only one was entered as flow in the cup I was like that's the Colorado I, yeah, uh, I I was, the yeah, next yeah. year I was going to enter everything as not flow just call, like it just entered like really not just like my best flow you know like it just be like not flow I'd be like wait what is it I'm like it's not flow I swear it's because like these like, someone wanted like an OG Bubba with it I was like dude there's nothing OG or Bubba about that that's could so, be any OG Bubba less so um, sticking to the original sort of format of like yes names and misnames yeah, yeah so okay so okay so. F the, so the idea that there's really not a true F1 has been kind of, we've mentioned this before. So and it's my, so like, let me, I feel let's, like it's, it's bring pretty... Can the obstacles? Can okay. I bring up the obstacles and then like yeah. what I've come up with a little bit and then also put out what right. I would still like but to But let's solve. just say we agree on the fact that... Yes, the fact 100%. Chances of you getting a true F1 are really hard and you have to work hard to do it. And if you can Very. do it, do it because it's, that's again, that's right. where all the shit goes. But that's, it, that's a couple of year project to properly do it if you're going to do it. Uh, a true, a true F one to where it's uh, you. Now, once again, what's well, a couple of year project to take that to something further? But at, I mean, the idea is it, it's probably a year to find the genetics that are truly those. And that's the pheno like, hunts are difficult. Yeah, they're and all it, over the place. But they're, but the, um, and that's and that. I think it was when, in the very beginning when, when, uh, like the first couple times that I did some crosses, I, I had a purple strain which wasn't necessarily a great plant, but it had that. It was like. Top of the plant was top of the leaf was purple, bottom of the leaf was green. So it was really easy to follow. You know, yeah, it's like yeah, I, right. Like the minute totally. you made a cross with it, you'd be like, "That's like There's, that. Yeah. That's not like that. That's like that." So it was almost like yeah. I didn't even like the plant, but I loved the fact that I could track but, yeah. what I was doing, yeah. and I just kind of kept growing it for that purpose. And then it wasn't even like I ever did anything with the seeds. Or I'd say most kinda, plants, it, if you w work with them long enough, have some sort of hint. Like yeah. that, not as obvious. Though. But in the beginning, it was kind of like I, I was even like, "How do you tell the difference?" And I was like, "Oh, this oh, is yeah. easy. This one's like, oh, this makes sense." And it was like it was a good hardy plant. And it didn't have any powdery. It didn't. Well, it didn't have powdery mildew. It didn't have powdery mildew back then. But it didn't get moldy, which is the biggest problem in Holland. Botrytis. Like that's the biggest problem. Yeah. Like you, you have any plant that was big was pretty much going to go moldy. Outside Colorado, I think. And, and, and this was like hardy because it had that like purple vibe where it was one of those plants you could grow it outdoors in Col in, uh, in uh, Holland and finish around mid September. So it was like okay. Anything What's typical? 
these end, are either end of September to all either October finishes right? or it doesn't. If it doesn't finish by the middle of fucking September, it's not going to finish because it's just the dramatic just the weather. Much, yeah, unless you got a protection if you're in a greenhouse or something like that. But if you are trying to rely on the out, pretty much from the fifteenth on, because it rains so much in Holland anyway. Yeah. And it's not like you get this magic. Sometimes, a couple of years, you'd be like, oh, my God, it didn't fucking rain So you'll September. remember this. I, I grew early girl um, yeah. in the mid-'90s, and sure. it was meant to be an outdoor fast rain. But I grew it inside, and I loved that thing so much. Yep, totally. And she was so exactly what, as advertised, like it was like a 45-day or 48. Mm-hmm. And it was just, uh, it wasn't the highest yield, but, dude, 48-day, legit, like, ripe. She was very, very candy flavored, and really, it was really Early nice girl was chunks. good, and early pearl came out of that. Yeah, early pearl, the, that was yeah. another one. Um, I loved those. And I mean, the thing is, in Holland, it was make or, it was literally make or break. And I didn't really, I barely grew outdoors there. Like, because every time you did, you get ripped off because they'd climb over your fucking. Colorado, no one grows outdoor anymore unless it's a, a locked and grow. Same thing. It's like 90% chance you're getting ripped off or something goes wrong. Or you're going to get in trouble, yeah. I mean, there's we, no, we a lot of things that can go wrong. We know enough people <laughs> have like, grown every year here, and then all of a sudden, in the last couple of years, yeah. knock on the door, and they're yeah. like, ready to take the house a lot of it just cut your plants down but it's like dude it's devastating it's 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 uh, i hate to see it so um so yeah so the f1 quote unquote so if i have to put out a variety where i've crossed two you know a male male and a female and they are um as far as i know uh, quote unquote unrelated but i can tell that uh, they're both say cookie hybrids um you know, I'm already at this imp- uh, stuck at. There's not a proper term to call my initial cross. Like, uh, can I call it a back cross right away if I know they're both OG hybrids? Do you know what I mean? Where, yeah, where's, I mean, where's the limit? If you genetically test and it comes up 50% more, or like if, if it matches towards the parent you're using as far as the amount of genetic material, can you call that a back cross? So, immediately, uh, uh, I mean, we'd have to literally be able to do. Um, genetic tests between them to see how related they are. Mm. But I feel like I don't even, if you can't start from the beginning, which I can't, I, I can't, I, I don't feel right calling most of my F1s F1s as far as it does not uh, qualify as per the definition. So right off the bat, the entire system's predicated upon uh, um, something that's not precise enough for cannabis. And the other thing is there's genetically stable parents that are typically used in an F1, and there's very few stabilized varieties that people are using to breed. Some, but it's not typically parent A and parent B are both stabilized, and that's just very atypical. Sure. I mean, the, it's, a, it's one of them harder to explain to people even how to you know, quantify something as a stable plant because you have to grow it to know that. You, know, you can't like... You, well, you, you can, can you send can, it to a genetics lab and get a st- actual literal stability score where it'll show you like this little like uh, chart where mm-hmm. it'll show you uh, like it almost would replicate, well, I guess that's the only lens I can see it through is if you S1 to plant mm-hmm. and it would show you the variation and how much it deviates from the center of that variation. Okay. So it... Uh, would, it, would they, they need two generations to show you the stability, or would they? How can they come? No, no, no. All, all genetics. Period. Mm-hmm. Any genetic, you could take the DNA of anything mm-hmm. and check its stability. Mm-hmm. Stability, genetic stability, is likely to mutate, and how close its offspring are to, to it, it. To its parents. So, like uh, in um, ag, I believe that it needs to be like ninety-five percent need to um, breed the same. Right. Where I very rarely, like, I ask one a lot of plants just to see how they do play out. Mm-hmm. I'd say at most, just for my uh, layman, I, and also I ha- 
combination of what I know as a layperson, my anecdotal evidence, and I have done some lab tests, uh, maybe 50 percent are real close or ballparky, and then they really dramatically move out from there. Mm -hmm. So, but that's how it's going to breed. You're going to get some that's going to breed there, and you're going to get some that breed like these outliers. So even on that F1, you have all kinds of interesting outliers that you know it, it's, it's. Well, that's and that's that's the. Um, <clears throat> I think that's the kind of danger of, of going by lab results only, though, too. Because if oh you no, do, no, no, if you do that, you may you may find yourself missing out on real so good shit because it's you, because sometimes the stability issue isn't known until it's like you can cross things that you actually are happy that it's almost a little bit fucking. Well, first of all, lab results are not going to be one hundred percent accurate, not even close, because mm -hmm. there's a limited database. Right. So like. Um, like if you're not directly putting two varieties into the same test to see which ones they match up with that that kind of thing, um, it's not gonna be that accurate anyway. This is just the last tool. So basically, you've already that's lemon berry candy OG. Uh, it's a lemon skunk flavored OG. Since we got 15 joints to smoke, we better get yeah. To we work. should work on it. Should probably get to work. It's like it's pretty good. It's a nice uplifting clear <coughs> high with a nice me, body buzz. No, it's like a, you get nothing. It's uplifting. I, I was expecting you to bring. I was like, oh, what? Dave's not here with with our with our free dabs now. He's just at home, gluttonizing. It's, uh, it's, it's I bet you went by and picked him up though, didn't you? Actually, I didn't. Oh, Later. all right. You didn't want to risk. I'll give you. Yeah, I'll give you a pass on that one. I Thank guess, you, sir. So. Um, I did write to him groveling to let him know I would be by at some point in time in a full body condom. <laughs> like time out. Do you put it from the feet up or the head down? Oh, what the condom? I you said full feet. body condom. I would I just, say because I'm worried about him suffocating. Yeah, I would say probably feet up. And would be also, safer. but if you go feet up, then you get holding it like a shower curtain around your head, like Danielson. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I you don't, can still get it on the top. And then all the you germs are, are just filling up like a swimming pool. Karate Kid, yeah. Yeah. he went as a shower. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. the worst outfit ever. It's not good. And then it's he poured the water over the, the those nice guys smoking weed. I know. Uh, the Cobra Kai? Uh, you know what I mean? Good. They're just minding their business in the bathroom smoking weed and you poured water on them. Let, I'm not going to get into the whole Daniel was overtly the villain in that movie, but I'll just leave it at that. You know where I'm at. Fucking you Ralph Macchio. You, 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 you know. I can't you know. believe him. I can't believe it. Dude, he still looks like 22. I know. He's like 109. He's definitely uh, <laughs> going off to that island there and getting some, some of that virgin... Virgin blood. Though. Just getting the uh, the uh, <laughs> the Illuminati injections they call them. I I would, in the dark web. Suck. What's that? The who? Being Ralph Macchio doesn't suck. Or Macchio. Either one of those guys are doing yeah, well. Macchio sounds cooler. I don't know. I thought it was Ralph Macchio. Probably was something. Macchio. Pro yeah. yeah. You actually, you're actually accurate. Yeah, Macchio. Because that's actually more accurate to probably its lineage. We're just Americanized. We're, no, yes. he's a good friend of Artie Lang, and uh, Artie oh, right used to talk about him on the show all the time. Yeah, I was going to say, that actually sounds more Italian the way you're saying it. I so met, I, Ralph Macchio. I, Macchio. I met yeah. him when I was a kid, and, and he was like, and I was... I, you I, met I, him? Yeah, a bunch of times. Yeah, assume. you didn't know Adam was famous when he was a kid? No, no, I no. No, I didn't. Yeah, but you never know who, who crosses who. Not no, everybody no, no, we, we were, comes across Ralph Macchio. I, I was 11, and he was probably like, I don't know, he's like five years older 16. than me. Yeah, he's like five years older or something like that. So, wait, pre? This is when... Pre... Karate Kid? Oh, no. Yeah, I think it was pre-Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah. Was pre Who the fuck yeah. knew Ralph Macchio? Yeah, yeah And I'm never changing back. Yeah, no, pre, uh, pre, pre karate Did he do stuff? Was that his thing? Well, he used to come over the house because we had, when I was... Wait, wait, you're just like yeah. buddies? Kind of. Not really, but just... He was more buddies with, with uh, the Robert Downey Jr., so it was kind of... So he... Oh, because that's right. He was outsiders. 
They were and all I forgot he was in all those movies before they that. They were all buddies. Totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weren't they the... And, how and, did you wind up not being an actor then? And, and, how, how is and, that everybody and, um, around you? He is. Nobody. What are you talking about? I'll tell you the funniest... <laughs> He's the, just not in movies. <laughs> no, the funniest The funniest one was... Um, I couldn't see him in classes. That would be hilarious. What's the Silver Spoons like, kid? I can't do what this. was the Silver Spoons kid's name again? Um... Rick Schroeder, Rick Schroeder. Not Ricky. Yeah, Ricky Rick Schroeder. Schroeder. No, so Ricky Schroeder. specific about that with his porn career. I got, okay, so when I was like 11, we got caught. Rick so I got Schroeder. caught by Ruth Buzzy, who was actually, Ruth Buzzy was Ricky Schroeder's stepmother back in the day, which I never, which is a weird factoid, right? But <laughs> I love we were behind, it, we, were behind I don't know why. we were behind a TGI Friday smoking weed when I was like 11 or 12 or something like that with, the, with, with him and some other kid. And Ruth Buzzy came out and fucking busted us. And it was kind of like one of those weird moments Surreal, where, where yeah. you're like, I can't believe Ruth Buzzy's yelling at me right now. <laughs> like, and she was like, get back in here. What are you doing out here? Man. It was weird. It was, yeah. So You hey. have more <laughs> true, fun <laughs> anecdotes than anyone I know. Well, I know a lot of people have anecdotes. But you're like halfway, and you're like, that didn't happen, did it? Well, it's like a, that Chris Farley like moment, like no, uh, there was Billy the, Madison. The, the He's the like, no, no, I didn't. I was, got high with. It was because it was all when Adam. I was. It was all because it was Say when that. I was younger. Hold than, on, we, uh, what happened? He was. What the, he the, the box. You'd never be speaking. able to win the game. I got high with against Adam, dude. He can always like I got Kevin high with somebody. We can Kevin Bacon that shit. We can Kevin Bacon it right and have like a six degrees of Adam Dunn, and I've smoked with, and we can put a whole chain up, and it's probably two degrees for almost everyone. There's a lot. Let's get real. It, it, it would be three max, and w- that's if you haven't smoked. It. Well, it would be. He's instantly one away from every fucking Avenger. And so, how many viruses could I have passed? Like, uh, oh my like god, in, in, is the, in like the movie god, number zero in the movie? Well, no. Like, think about it. I, Who do you get high with? Well, you could me? say Tom Holland. I, he goes, I, I, I didn't get high with Tom Holland, but I got high with Robert Downey Jr., who was in Avengers. You got Tom high Holland. with Robert Downey Jr. No, we didn't. Ever, I didn't. I was too young. I was like, wasn't getting high with Robert Downey Jr. because he was he was older. He was than till me. three. He wasn't getting high till he was seven. No, no, Robert I was, Downey Jr. I was, no, I, was I was smoking on my own, but I wasn't smoking with him. That so. dude's been through a hell of an arc, man. So he, I, I really like him. He was. I'm a, a big fan of his. Yeah. I, I feel like he's been through so much, and like, like uh, he's. So something about someone who comes through that kind of uh, public adversity and then prison, for like wasn't he like six years or something? No, yeah, he, he got he all got, but I mean like, he, he did some crazy tr- shit. He didn't sell drugs. No, though, no, like, he, he woke up on people's couches stuff. and stuff. He like the broke neighbor. it. He, like, he, like, <laughs> the neighbor, that's wandered right. In, wandered in the neighbor. He was like just going to the oh, neighbors my and sleep. Watch this. And like he just kept breaking probation, I think, and they gave him like well, six the, years or something. I, I mean, the weirdest part was when I was it's growing crazy. up. I used to try to explain to people, they'd be like. I'd be like, yeah, oh, my mom's going with Robert because you're going with Robert Downey Senior. There was no Junior at the time. It was just Robert Downey. I'd be like, I never heard of him. I'd be like, uh, he's he's a director, right, like Texas Ray. He's Texas a direct, he's a director, Ray. and I'd be like, I uh, never heard of him. And some people would be like, oh yeah, I'd heard of because he's a cult. His dad is a cult film director. You know, what I mean, he really did some awesome movies. Awesome I don't movies. know anything about it to be honest with you. Awesome movies, but they're like weird and obscure. Definitely Putney Swope, if anybody wants to look up an obscure movie made by Robert Downey Jr.'s dad. It's so obscure, it's, it's called, called a movie. It's called co- movie, exactly, <laughs> movie. It's, uh, <laughs> it's from Belgium. <laughs> it's how daddy does it. Yeah. Exactly. You could play that character amazingly yeah. well. I can know that. Cool. <laughs> I could do it for days. Uh, oh, but uh, Putney Swope, killer movie. It's one of those, like, it's made in 1969, so it was made the year I was born. So I obviously... Whoa, wouldn't. time out. What year? 69. Oh, I thought you said 19, okay, 61. I was like, dude, how No, that would be you? rough. That would be I was rough. like, I knew you aged well, but no, no, no. dude. If he was and born people, in 61. 
here's the thing: high risk group for coronavirus. I don't want to under uh, undersell the fact that he's a, 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 he is into wellness and eats well and things like that. But people like will often judge someone like oh, like if, if you just sit just through a few stats and what he's been doing in his adult life, and you showed the average person who doesn't know much about weed, they'd be like, wouldn't comprehend like especially if you shaved. Mm-hmm. And like, and here he is. Like, wait, he looks ten years younger. And like, what's going on? I'm like, dude, it's that is the it's weed. The weed. It's, <laughs> the <laughs> like, weed it's, man. it's the other way. Also, I feel like you just kind of like don't take things. Uh, you don't ever get too excited. You don't ever get too. Oh concerned. no, I keep. I kind of keep everything on the. And I yeah, feel like I that's such a big thing with aging. Mm-hmm. Like so the people that are always like hyper concerned over stuff or like super serious about things. Like I feel like they age faster. Yeah, it's true. No, well, it, you're just like, eh. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you, that's taking ten years off your life in a good way. We're adding ten years of your life that. Eh. You know, like, eh, it's, 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 it's not a, my it's, chair, not my problem. The, it's the weed, dude. I'm telling you. The weed but makes you do that because if it you is, can't deal it with... It is in some ways, If you yeah. can't deal with every... Especially growing weed, if you can't deal with a disaster every so often in your oh life, my God. then you can't grow weed. You just need to stop growing weed because if you're like... Everything is relying on every... Like, I, whenever I used to, like, start a project with somebody... I could tell within the first Mostly couple days how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. And if the guy was like overly meticulous, it was going to go terrible because they were like so, I mean, not overly meticulous in cleaning and things like that, but over meticulous in like how it's going to happen and how what's happening and like control I mean, freak, like uh, wanting yeah, to like, yeah, yeah. and then those never worked. It was the guys yeah. who were a little bit more like, eh, let it go because the plants kind of respond you gotta pivot. to they re- and they respond to your fucking vibe. And if you're all stressed in out in your room and you're and fucking everything watching about- everything, Counting dollar signs in your eyes and like, <laughs> well, also they're like, oh, I'm not gonna fucking, how you I'm not gonna deal with this fucking person, you know? I'm just gonna let, gonna fuck up, and then all of a sudden you get yeah. a bunch of scraggly bullshit, you know? Well, what I mean, I feel like it's how you look at the plants in the sense that like you, they're looking at it, dollar signs, and you're just looking at expressions. Yeah, you're well, just looking at the plant for plant's sake, and you see things very differently. I'm like when you're worst. looking at the plant in a, through that that different lens, though, people like end game money, blah blah blah. I'm like you're not w- seeing the nuance every day of how the plants are changing and all the different cool things that you're mm-hmm. learning without realizing you're learning. And I tell people the number one you know tool is that hour of quiet in the garden a day. You know, maybe at least four or five days a week where you just walk around or just sit in the garden, mm-hmm. get in your own thoughts, start like kind of a conversation with yourself about the garden, and you start like fixing things. But that feel of the garden, I still I don't care if it's four plants. Or four thousand plants, you need a, a, the pulse yeah, it's a, of, it's a, of your room, and it's and, a, and, and it's it's, oh, it's, it's, it's a, a synergy and like it's, it's scary. When Adam, you, yes, make sure you rub Buddha's belly on the way out, okay? Yeah, is that me? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's. Hey, I'm with him on that 100 percent because the whole thing is, it's weird. Like if you have an empty grow room. It's the saddest place in the fucking world. Like, it's yeah. doesn't matter what. Even if it's a beautiful, clean, brand new, empty well, one, it's still sad. And then the minute you put this one little, like, like a little one leaf, the whole vibe changes. You know what I mean? You're like, da 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 da. We have something happening. Well, and it's when you literally feel that life. Bitch, yeah. And there's you can't, there's an intangible thing. But it's really there's weird just, how it's an intangible thing. You know what I mean? It's really weird how Especially you, you get all, you get sad if you. Uh, I mean, it's like empty rooms make me sad. Uh, bugs. Yeah. Well, any any of your. Anytime I go into someone's room, I see what would have been beautiful plants, and they have really like bad bugs. There's still a few weeks to go. I, I have to just walk out. I'm just like I, I can't go in there because you know I, they're just you know like I feel like not sick like I throw up, but just like mildly sick for like a good hour. Like I just felt the sadness of the of like God that could have been such amazing weed if they just handled that situation or whatever. And mm-hmm. PM things same thing. It just makes me sad. Yeah. Also, I run I run from that stuff. 
Well, that's, I mean, that, that's the problem though, is as a grower, when you have any of those issues, it's like, unless you attack it right away, you're going to be fucked. And yes. the thing is, it's what happens is there's this yes. weird that's everything. Com complacency that comes that's everything. on people when they're growers where they're just like, you know what? I'm going to fucking go shut the door. It's more important than, the, <laughs> it's more important than the spray you I'm, choose. I'm it's gonna, more important I'm than... Gonna, I'm going to shut the door and I'm yeah. going to go and just like do dabs and forget about it. Like I've seen people, you know, that, and that is the worst thing you can ever do. You have to like literally... I'm, dude, I'm not going to lie. And it, I've done it too. I, where I've you been just doing like, this long you, enough. You don't want to like deal depression. with it because you're like, oh, it's so depressing. Yeah. And it, it's so opposite of when your plants are happy. When your plants are happy, you're oh, like... Oh, you can't, you can't, can't stop, leave. can't, can't stop going back in the room. You can't leave. Yeah, you keep going back. Three in the morning, you're like, fuck it, I'm going back in and pulling leaves off. You know, It's like going back to the refrigerator when you're not really hungry. Yeah. You know that weird pattern you do? I go back to when the healthy grow room's going on. I know there's nothing to do. I just kind of keep going back, like, just browsing. I'm just going to look in here for a minute and be like... Guys doing great. Thanks. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird moment like and it, it's it's also but it's a it's a as a grower too, you got to be really careful because the moment that you are happy with what you got and you think you're doing great, it's going to fucking snap back and just kick you in the ass. So you got to oh. like be overly like the, you you almost, that's why I think people who are like real pessimistic and they don't really think everything's like especially in the grower room, you got to almost always feel like you can improve it because if you don't, you're going to fuck up. Okay, so that's where I've always fucked up. I feel like, go ahead and be happy, but then Not as happy. soon as it's over, <laughs> now sh stop it and just know that there's no guarantee. Well, don't pat yourself on the back. Just put it that right, way. Right. Never do that. Just be happy. You got. It's that more like a... like hold like take a big breath. Like you got through like hold, holding your breath underwater. Like okay, got out the other side. And like I always go for 100 percent efficacy. I've never gotten probably over 95. You know I don't measure it, so I can't really tell. Yeah, you have. But you're to... just shooting for that 100 percent. If you get 80, 85, you're happy. 90, yeah. you're mate. But understand that it's the key is uh, give it a name. Happy doesn't matter, but. Uh, just look at it neutrally. Look at the good things and the bad things that happen in the garden be, and just try to tweak it slightly more, learn from that last one, and you know, keep moving forward and, and, and learning each time. And I like, like, that, like that hour in that room. I think about so many different things, humidity, airflow, things that I just wouldn't necessarily be able to adjust. Where I'm like, huh, this room, especially in Colorado, we have very sensitive rooms with humidity. And uh, airflow is such a big deal, but I feel like the pivot and adaptation is also, well, when you talk about being able to handle the devastation of losing crops, I feel like if you, you meet someone who's been doing this, say, five years or longer, they have at least three or four, like, almost tragedies that would make most people completely quit whatever job it would be, where they're like, I can't believe I had to deal with this. And, uh, but there's a, a, a masochism in there to where you're like, I still have to do this. And you know that these risks happen. And with the bugs thing, uh, for me, uh, mentally, I, I had to make a thing where I was like, okay, I have to attack it, like you said, right away, like because I was lazy sometimes. And I knew it sunk in because when I would see a bug or something, my like stomach would sink because I realized how much work I, had, I was about to do. I was like, oh, no, this is going to be like five, six hours right now. <laughs> you know, I was like, well, that's at least a good reaction because I'm going to be proactive and, yeah, educate yourself on these things too. Uh, un just a quick little tip. Uh, when you have a plant that gets medium size or even even smaller, uh, remove all the older leaves and under leaves, and that's typically where most pathogens um, both start and proliferate. So if you clean up your plants, like both inside and underneath, um, that will uh, allow more airflow, uh, take away a lot of the, the, the bottom branches that, and, and leaves as well. Um, that aren't getting as many nutrients and often get cut off and then uh, 
that's where mold will typically grow. That's also where, um, yeah, there's all kinds of things that sneak in there. So airflow through the plant is good. Um, yeah, it's, like, it's nice when you when you can <clears throat> when you I mean you can see it after a while. You'll know exactly like what's not going to make it up to the top to the to get to any light and just cut all that shit off because if you don't, it just is going to turn into a headache after and it's not going to help your plants in any way, shape, or form. Especially like you know uh, if you're growing where you have a scrog kind of set up and you're actually like really trying to fill a certain canopy. When you have individual plants, you can like sometimes leave lower branching on because it'll it'll get side lighting totally. But, but if you've got totally. like any kind of a scrog or yeah, kind of like yeah, plants talking that, jammed in. Yeah, then you really got to trim all that lower shit off. Uh, and, and it's actually where. But also, how, let's how, how an aggressive, um, healthy plant grows differently than someone like sitting there for a while. Mm -hmm. I feel like the ones that are sitting there for a while, it's good to clean them up a little bit. 100%. Versus like if it's just right out the gate, just does well. The so, plant will often kind of grow to its healthy morphology. I'm just saying, keep an eye on anything. It might be a little yellow, a little brown, a little. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah that, and, and, or, or like even has. Uh, uh, um, and I think also like uh, one thing that the more you do, the more you realize after a while. Like once they're in, like in the veg, I kind of leave a lot of things there, just let it go and do its thing. And then right when you're about to go into flower and you're those first week, that's when you get like you go in there, you chop it all back, whatever, whatever's not going to make it through. Uh, it's, I, I, it's I start I'm proactive. I start day seven cleaning up my plants because my thing is if the if the growth isn't going to be there at the end, I want it off now. And I believe that all those branches that you're cutting off, and we're talking minor amounts, by the way, but I'm about to say, this isn't a dramatic difference. It's just a difference. I feel like all that stuff that you grew, you didn't have to grow, and now you're cutting it off. So I actually cut off all the, um, I lollipop each branch the whole time. So I'm always cutting off leaves. I'm cutting off, I'm just trying to get a lot of that undergrowth completely gone the entire time, like once a week, maybe five days. Joe's going to call in in a second, um, too, so oh, cool. we're going to get all highbrow in a minute. Cool. Nice. Mm. I like highbrow. Um, but once again, very variant dependent, like mm. just different varieties. You know, some you're going to have to do a thing and then boom, you know, but um, oh, one little uh, thing. Can I, before mm -hmm. he calls in? Yeah, yeah. So well, just gonna, like I mean, when he calls in, he can kind of talking about different um, genetic. So we oh. talk about genetic crosses. I want to talk about like a. Just a couple of actual uh, real-life examples of, of, say, what I would call, um, I was going to say F1 because I don't have a, a better way to say it. Um, so just an initial cross, say. So let's say we have an initial cross, and I want to make um, a variety with what I call desired variation. Mm -hmm. um, meaning any of the phenotypical variation, which there may even be dramatic amounts, all of the ones in all the varieties are desired. So I have a couple of examples of crosses I've done that make sense. So you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense why, and this makes sense why this. So here's a cross that has a lot of undesired variation, but also has unbelievable fire versions and all different kinds of variation. So a cookie, say, times um, a haze mm -hmm. or... Um, just a larger fluffy bud. Right. Particularly, say... Uh, Perfect example would be uh, a super lemon haze. Okay. Because the buds, the flowers themselves are so different. Yeah. One's super dense. Yeah. One's fluffier. Terps are different. Everything's different. You have all kinds of um, morphogenesis differences as well. Yeah. So points, what I'll find is. you can actually like. So because there's a lot of differences, mm -hmm. I find those are amazing for pheno hunts. But I find that a lot of them are like just kind of eh or weird. Yeah. Uh, especially when anytime you cross a sativa and a little OG, you're gonna have a bunch of like strange, not that resinous, larger, weird. Yeah. Okay. But 
like with my mandarin cookies mandarin sunsets already dense and it's already purpley and it lanks a little bit you know i mean has a little more a lot of branching but not much more yeah so it had tons of similarities um although i don't think it was very related because it's an older um, dutch cross um side to side they looked somewhat similar um so it was an easy way to that that is an easy way to cross two varieties mm-hmm. now they came out the, the mandarin cookies is way different than both and i think it's an improved version um but i wasn't worried the first time i was i was excited to see all the different varieties and like i said it's just more like it's hard to choose the right pheno because you don't have as much variation those are one of those by like an f2 f3 process you're almost done mm-hmm. because like i said they started off so similarly and you're just like, okay, well, these are all cool. This one's a little more this or a little more that, but you don't have. And, and I think that's also probably why a lot of people nail it on their first cross because all of a sudden it's like, well, yeah, they're fucking like right. actually like half cross a purple G with a purple G. Whoa, you know what I mean? So yeah, so that's been a, a, I think some of the problem of the fact that there's so many people out there producing a lot of the same in the same lane where you get like I agree. a million dosy things and you know every one, it's all phases. It's gross. Um, on that note, let's see. Let's bring Joe in because uh, he. Hey, gets, Joe. He's not in yet. He's coming in. He's calling him in. You right said bring him in. I'm trying to bring him in. Hey, Joey, hey, come Joey, on in there. Get in here. You know Ralph Macchio. <laughs> he comes back here a long way from the hood. So um, he's from Reseda. Joe from Floyd is going to join the conversation. And talk. Oh, and there he is. Oh, that's not. Oh, he was that's from Newark. He was from Newark actually, and then moved to Reseda. <laughs> These are the things in my brain. I don't remember so many things that are vital. But you can remember so what, many what things that are vital. Kid. I mean, for survival. That I forget, and then that, yeah, sure. You want to know anything about, like, Back to the Future? Yo, yo. For some reason, right there. Hello. Hey, Joe. How's it going? Hey, Joe. I knew it was going to come up. Can't help to say that. It's no, no, like, not, not, not good. (laughs) But it's it's up there. Welcome, Joe Ramahi from Ploidy LLC. Uh, We... We figured we'd get you. Like it was funny because we were talking about doing a show a while ago, and we kind of, we kind of, uh, I guess we both, we were both busy, <laughs> so we didn't get the, we didn't get that one dialed in. But then, uh, being that it was uh, so virus heavy and and uh, in the news cycle right now, I thought we might as well just jump right in there and add to that and confuse people and get them all scared and start talking about viruses and plants because that is the real scary part. I have so many questions. Like humans, fuck. I don't give I'm a fuck. so but curious. Plants, I'm curious. Now we're yeah. talking. And you um, apparently, and then it was interesting because I'd called Justin up and he's like, you better call Joe. Joe just went to a conference and there's like 12 new or a bunch. So I was like, let me, let me get him on the show. Perfect uh, excuse to get you on here. Hey, Joe. Yeah, I mean, where should I start? I mean, like... Uh, well, tell us about the... Con- was, it a con- like, was, it a con- was it a conference that you went to? Or, or what was it that you got all these... Yes, yeah, I was at the Treasure Valley Hemp Conference in Ontario, Oregon. And three... I was there to give a talk about viruses and viroids and cannabis. And two other people also had virus issues that they had in their talks. So, basically... In the last three years, I've been dealing and helping people deal with specifically with hop latent viroid, which is not a virus. Hop, hop latent um, viroid. Um, sorry, I have a train going by. Sorry. What was that last um, word? Hype and hop. What, what hop was latent viroid. V i r o i latent viroid. Hmm. Isn't that what Adam has? I got all three spell? words wrong the first time. 
No, that's Mark who's got drippy dick. Mark's <laughs> got drippy three. dick, so remember that. That's hey, a, leave it room for improvement. You know what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> um, and yeah, hop latent viroid is all over the country. Um, what is people it? either I've been doing diagnostic testing for the last year. Uh, huh? You're getting them all scared, but you it's say good. It's all over the country. <laughs> Tell us what it is oh, first. Oh, I mean, <laughs> oh, it's rampant, dude. It's like you've got it. You don't even know. You're it. fake news, bro. <laughs> <laughs> No, tell us, tell well, us a, a little bit about people. Oh, sure. Like what's really hard to work with about hop latent thyroid is that a lot of infections are asymptomatic and then plants carry this disease. And then some secondary stress comes like a, like right. pests or right. heat or some kind of nutrition, nutritional deficiency. And then it's, and then Boom, the plant starts out. manifesting. Yep. I feel like I've always said to people, um, like, to kill a plant, you got to do a one-two. It's not the one. It's like a one, and then all of a sudden something happens to the plant. It weakens, and then the second thing is what knocks it down. Yeah, I think, like, in, in Holland, then, I had it with a plant one time where it's like, how, you know, you get that half a plant thing where it's just like, what, what, why did, ha like, almost like the plant had a stroke or something. In the oh, middle literally, of the night, half like, the plant Half the plant just dies like, off it, in one day, and that's some, well, some what, what virus. Stage? Or, what stage are you talking about? Like a full-grown, like a, not Full-flowered? Full, no, even a, even in veg, kind of in all cycles. It could be in any time. So I've I, had fusarium do that, where it starts from the bottom. Mm -hmm. It started from the bottom, and it worked its way up very fast to within, uh, 10 days, everything had at least some yellowing underneath it moving up, and it kind of ate it from the bottom up, where it just, it was like, first it got wilty, and then underneath started getting shitty, and then it was like, boom. And I've had, like, a part, like, a branch, sometimes a few branches. It's super, like, I feel like they break off maybe slightly, and then yep. the uh, the phloem doesn't allow, or the xylem doesn't allow in, you know, what it needs uh, because it's broken off or a little bit something, and, and then they're more, uh, uh, less resistant to the pathogen. Because they're not getting the proper nutrients from the, from the plant. What do you think, Joe? Totally. There you go. Uh, oh, no. And especially what happens is I think a lot of people keep old moms. And then, yeah. tool, sanita and then tool sanitation is of, like, the utmost importance. And I need to say right now, alcohol doesn't kill a lot of viruses and thyroid. <laughs> oh, no. So people are like... <laughs> People tell me, oh, I dip my tools in ethanol, and I'm Shit. like, that Shit. isn't helping. That explains a lot. Um, what, a, what a lot of people need to transition to is on their mom block, they need to start bleaching their tools or use other chemicals, like this other commonly used one is called Vercon S. Bleach in this closed uh, environment what about an is so or difficult. Like that, or is there something like less toxic to the brain? In the United States until after the coronavirus ends. Yeah, I can't even. Uh -huh. I can't even yeah, you can alcohol. Alcohol is hard to get bleach for two months. Or so alcohol. Uh, alcohol is really hard to find now, apparently. So I can make some. Let's get two. <laughs> just two will make it for us. Let's just figure it out. And two will make. He's it. gonna call at the end of the show. Two anyway, far. So we'll have, we'll have no, call. he's gonna troll us for sure. He's yeah, two's in the Instagram chat. Yeah, two's actually hiding in the closet. But he, no, he already <laughs> hijacked my last show. He's gonna wait. He's gonna wait on the sideline. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so. I, so you were at this convention, and you were saying that there are new viruses that have jumped over to cannabis yes. that were no, that used to not be? The cannabis plant was, uh, yeah, wasn't so able they, to receive these they, previously? Um, there weren't. Yes, so that's exactly what's happening right now in both medicinal cannabis and hemp. It's all cannabis to me because it can all catch the same stuff. Okay. But what's happening is 
farmers are rotating crop hemp into their crops, into like a field, and catching what was there previously. Yeah, totally. Um, for instance, like in Colorado, um, this is had a beet curly top virus has jumped into cannabis. Beet um, curly and top. It's a sugar, they grow sugar beet pardon, there. I, I pardon my ignorance because so I, I haven't heard a lot of these. And I just want to clarify because I'm, I'm a little high. Uh, beet carrot top. Beet curly top. There we go. Beet curly top. I actually I knew it the first time. I knew the first time. My brain messed up. Beet curly top. Thank you. Okay. Never yes, heard of it. Um, okay. These are new to this me. Is, this is like a newer. I mean, it's been in beets for a while, but basically growing it, growing cannabis and hemp in beet country where they grow sugar beets. Okay. This has jumped over. Um, and what, what are the effects? Like, like, is it decimating? Is it is it like pythium, where it just kind of sticks with it, or is it more like a, something that like actually attacks the crops and can kill crops, or like what's the severity of it? So I don't have the percentage losses. I just have the. Oh, reports. you could ballpark it. No one, get, no one would even know. You could just <laughs> say it like fact. I mean, <laughs> I mean, very large ballpark with ballparks around it anywhere like. You, we're, no one's going to hold you to the efficacy of your numbers. Uh, but we'll just say best what, guess, and, what, and, and, and everything's qualified what, with your best what, guess. What's scary about the beet curly top virus is it's one of the few viruses that we know is transmitted by bugs. So leaf hoppers, which are very uh, prevalent in Colorado, dude, everything hops um, down there. Yeah. And, and, I, and I saw that I saw that last year uh, on the hemp fields, and it was basically like this plant got it, this plant didn't get it, this plant got it, this plant didn't get it, and you know it was I mean it was good that it didn't go plant to plant. I mean that'd be even worse because then it shit would be are, the whole yeah. crop. Are there? Um, I'm jumping the gun, and we'll come back. This I'm just I'm just looking for this uh, salvation real quick. Uh, are there um, synergistic organic um, things you can implement? to fight off whether it be a combination of pests and whatever it may be spraying whatever whatever all the tools that you choose to use um is this something that we can just simply prepare for with good tools or is this something we're not prepared for as far as we don't have like proper pesticides that qualify to kill these or we don't have proper netting or what 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 is it that we would need to adjust these things do we have those things tell me yes and then go back to (laughs) tell me about more of these viruses (laughs) Make I mean, make I, feel think good, yes, Joe. Because, I think yes, but, but not yet. Okay. I think people, I think cannabis growers basically need to start implementing a lot of protocols from traditional agriculture, like quarantining new genetics when people right. get new plants. Right. Yes. I do um, know some like facilities that like these- Blasphemy. I know some facilities. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know what the percentage is. It's probably less than 20. For sure. For sure. Less than 20, probably less than 10 actually. But some some facilities I've seen. Facilities or facilities? Look, third. Don't tell me what the thing. I've seen some facilities. That's hard to say. Say it three times. I know. I've seen some facilities um, where almost all of their protocols are really very impressive. But I do believe, unfortunately, those are not in the majority of of what most facilities are or will be in the next couple of years. I think I, I agree with you not from bad. what I've seen not as well. Do you have a few protocols? Okay, so first thing, quarantining plants. What does that mean in the plant world, in the grow world, as far as practical usage? Do we need a room? What size room? 
like uh, what kind of ventilation, how long are they going to be in there? What do they need to sustain them while they're in quarantine? Can we like, Easy like, like, does it? well, well, know, Mr. well, here's the thing. Well, if, if, if you want to do a quarantine room, you know, you're going to need to know these things. <laughs> that was a, that was a single question in nine parts. You're welcome. I'm from New, I'm from New Jersey. It's competitive speaking where I come from. Uh, what exit? Uh, well, it depends. On, I was between the two turnpike and the, the parkway. So if, Either oh, one, yeah. anywhere in North Jersey, anywhere near the stadium. Um, I guess, so, yeah, go, go on. I'm just going to interrupt you again in like a minute. <laughs> oh, no, it's cool. Like, I mean, I think, like, the room size can vary. I've met people that have successfully, like, just thrown up, like, six-by-six six tents uh, to, like, sub, you know, so they have, like, cells within a, a quarantine room. And I think the most important thing is that people need to kind of build a pyramid-style st uh, production system where you have the tip of the pyramid is <laughs> like an isolated by. block <laughs> of elite moms that have been tested. Okay, so, and you so can do let's back up. So we have a pyramid, and I, I, pardon, this is new to me too, so I'm going to try and visualize this. So the first, the tip of the spear is clean elite moms. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes, okay. and the phrase "elite mother," like an elite mother block, is used in traditional agriculture, like elite clone, um, uh, like elite moms, um, and basically, you want these plants to be virus indexed. Okay. Virus indexing just means you tested for a set number of viruses. The phrase "virus free." is a red flag in our industry yeah. because you can't, you don't know what you don't know. Right. right of course. So of course. people are like, Oh, we're complete. I've met several groups that are like, we're virus free. And I'm like, how do you know? And they're like, well, we tested for two things. I was like, and I'm like, you you're aware that there's <laughs> way more than two things that are running around the country. Well, there's, there's a combination of uh, ignorance and hubris going on right now. And uh, at every level, all the way up to the, the public companies, which I work with, and it's it's fascinating and it's weird. It's unfortunate, but they'll get there in a few years. So, um, yeah, what's so, what's your so if you had a then, if you had a room, let's say you brought in just one plant, you're bringing in a plant from outside. It's uh, you know in a seven mm -hmm. gallon pot. It's about five, uh, maybe uh, five six weeks old. You know, it's about three feet round, and you know you don't know if this has any pathogens or not. What what's your protocol? to bring it into a facility as walk it in the door for me. Like, what do you yeah, consider protocol? I can see you guys now, by the way, what, what, what do you consider protocol? And it, like I said, from you, so you have this plant, you're bringing the door. Is it in a certain kind of package or a box? <laughs> do we need, you know, airlocks? <laughs> we got a oh. so H2O2. Like what, what's your, what's your protocol? Meaning what, what are you going to treatment, treat it with? And then how long does it need to be in that quarantine before you can put it into the population? I mean, I'm not a big fan of bringing in pots of soil. Okay. Um, I'm okay. a big fan of like, like clone size plants, really Perfect. small. Yes, smaller, um, the smaller, the less a facility to, Totally yeah. agree. That's awesome. Yeah, the, the the smaller the plant, the smaller the plant, the less things she can carry. Sure. And then Especially also, <laughs> what what I like about smaller plants is when I take leaf samples for testing the biomass is more representative of the whole plant. Does sure. that make sense? Okay, uh, uh, yeah, because they don't I, have a top and a I bottom. I flaked out for like 10 seconds there. No. Not lie. Could you go back? Because I want to know what you just said. Easier small plants. Sure. I mean, plants. like, I like clone-sized plants because okay. 
if I take a few leaves off of a straight rooted clone, I know that that's a more representative sample of the whole plant. Like I was saying earlier, there's this problem with big moms right. because the bigger the plant, the more weird and randomly distributed you could have of like viruses throughout it. Mm-hmm. Can I, I personally can I ask an important question like, here? Can I ask an important question here? Uh, when you say a clone, is this uh-huh. right? It, uh, let's say, okay, you're in your cloning uh, environment, you have roots. How much time are you giving that outside of that environment in a veg environment before you're taking this uh, sample? You're saying it re- most represents the plant pathogens, but I'm concerned that maybe they pick up some in that cloning process that they may grow out of right away. That, like, if you take it too early, you could have some weak. weak some, Sorry. It's a nice train, my friend. Is that friend. us or you? That's, that's, we have that's a train. train. He does. He's got himself a nice little train there. We have a train right here, too. Um, that's funny. We're sitting on a train. So train. I'm wondering if you can here? get like a weak positive <laughs> or something like that out of that. So I have to also add then weak positives are a thing. Um, there's a range of kind of viral loads that we can detect. And there are, I have this range of like a, sc- a scoring system of like strong positives, weak positives. Weak positives are kind of, we, I, we're still learning about kind of diagnostics as we're developing it for cannabis sure. right yeah, now. Yeah, of course. It's all new. Um, yeah, totally. But wait, back to your original question, like from like a rooted clone, yeah. I want to test that plant within like two to four weeks from rooting. Perfect. That okay. makes sense? That's what I was hoping to hear because I feel like that's when they have captured all their strength back and they're, I agree that I feel like that's the best representation of that plan as well. Like I just, uh, anecdotally, you know, just from my yeah. observation. So yeah, perfect. Awesome. Yeah. And then that's kind of like my, my most ideal time that or plants within tissue culture itself. Sure. Yeah. Um, TC, um, TC plants, they're just smaller. I can literally take like half of the plants, from a tissue culture plant and do the RNA and DNA extractions for the analysis. Um, It's all about like the largest fraction of the plant to get as representative a sample as I can get. Say one more time to to get a best representative. To get the most representative sample sample of the whole plant. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and, and it's like, it feels so much nicer when you have a, like a clean clone, uh, that you know, you like, like you're saying, without like the best I always tell people is give me a fresh cut. I'll root it myself because then I know I rooted it in the medium that's from the place that I'm in. So it's not yeah. like I didn't bring anything yeah. in because yeah. that's where you know. I mean, you can you can spray the plant or treat it with fucking. I, I think personally, uh, if someone hands me a cut, I'm not going to put it in place unless I've completely and utterly sulfured the bitch to death, like to the point where it's like it's been sprayed yeah. with sulfur three rounds, right. yeah. four rounds, uh, so something I'll be, yeah, like that. You can beat it up a little bit, and then to I'm make sure. pretty much happy enough. I dip them. I'll like dip it even with the roots and everything. Like you know, first a week it with an Azimax or something like that, and then try to keep. I'll keep coming out with different organics. And it's bacteria. funny because I try. I tried a lot of things, and in the end, I'm just like, you know what? I just love fucking sulfur because it's sort of like you know that shit's yes, it like, works. Yeah, it's whole. No, no, totally. And the plants love it. Totally. I just don't they like don't love it. They don't love yeah, it. They don't the love it. Love it. it. But then when all of a sudden, after about a week later, then they like. They're really fine. Like, they're like, they're, they're really fine like, with it. They have yeah. a little, eh, but it gives them a little crick. 
Yeah. The key is if using sulfur at home. By the way, if you haven't used it, it's just less just is don't more. Ever, don't ever put it in flour. Don't, don't put it ever, ever right in flour. You don't want it ever. Uh, even like week three, because it's it'll no, stay yeah, on those crystals even, forever. It just it, it'll. The problem is, is that what is it? You when you spray your. Plants, I mean, week three, you'd be like some don't spray your room early. Spray your plants because what right. happens is people spray their all over their room so much that their room is just so it's like it's everywhere. And well, it's people like, don't realize it, it literally it, it aerosolizes and then settle settles yeah. heavily on the flowers and stuff like that. Uh, because I had burners in the beginning. But veg is incredibly effective. Just less is more. If you're not sure, use less. Yeah, I less, tried, less uh, time and I, less amounts. I, I tried and to do burners. You could, always, you could always do it again, but you could burn your plants up using sulfur if you use like if you leave the it, timer on by mistake. If you use too much, just never in flower. Just never so, in flower. But I used never it, in flower. Yeah. When I didn't understand that, and I had it just burning off, and I had those little burner things set up. It was like the worst thing ever because that shit just free flows everywhere. It ends up on top of every th surface that you could imagine. And you just don't realize it's all there because you can't get to it because it's floating around in the fucking area. You know? mm -hmm. So, ugh, ugh. so yeah. anyway, um, speak. So let's get back to some viruses. Clean, keep your environment clean. Keep your environment. So protocol. So I'll interrupt. Uh, so Clean, cleanliness is godliness. So right? and alcohol doesn't work. So you're work. bringing in that's a the small thing ever. Uh, clone that's been uh, treated. Various things. So no, once you have it in your facility, what are you going to have there uh, in your toolkit waiting for it uh, to to have to grow it out to maintain plant condoms bro it's um like while it's in quarantine do you treat it with anything h2o two treatments obviously not alcohol <coughs> uh, i guess it goes like combined 60 years of, of i thought so <laughs> bro, <laughs> we just got we just bro science ourselves so hard dude it was like and no one can we can't hide it at all it was like so i kind of like dude what <laughs> it's like a meme like uh, <laughs> when you find out that plants like water yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, sorry, your tool belt. Talk to me. Uh, uh, tool sanitation. Yeah, like in, that. In quarantine. Like and what is the best? So, um, But what are the tools, like for the listeners at home also and, and for me? So, like, when I bring a, a plant in from, um, and, I, and this happens a lot because we have to share things often. So I bring a plant into my space. What are the things I want to have that day, uh, or at least in that room for, the say, a couple weeks or whatever, um, for those treatments um, what are the best weapons? Like, a, 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 I, we use all kinds of different microbials and cleaning products. Um, a lot mm -hmm. of um, Oxidate, things like that. We, we use uh, microbials twice a week, and then um, we also use an um, uh, antiseptic as well. And then we re-inoculate and then uh, re-inoculate again to try to hit things from different angles. Uh, having said that, um, it's still just a, it's such a crapshoot. And it's such an overload just to, as a preventative so we don't get all these unknown things. And bottom line is I, I don't – it happens regularly that we bring in plants. We think we've treated them properly, and yet somehow what they had does get into the system. So I, yeah. like, pretend I know nothing, and uh, what do I have to go buy, and, and, uh, and, and how do I use it to, on a, a plant that I just brought in from uh, outside? I mean, I think you've already tapped on certain things, sulfur, hydrogen peroxide, the two, like what I, Do when you have I a suggested with percentage my, for hydrogen peroxide, 5% maybe? Three to five. I see people using anywhere from like two to five. So 50. Um, I usually bump people's bleach percentage up to like 10%. 10% bleach by um, volume, uh, up three to 5% yeah. hydrogen peroxide. And a lot of hydrogen peroxide comes in 3%. Um, that'd be ready to use, and I know a lot of uh, hydro stores sell it at thirty percent, where it's a, you do a ten to one dilution. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we and do, then uh, we do the often other thing eight, that I eight put, to one dilution on that. 
And, um, the other one that I put people onto a lot is Vercon S for like a tool soak, and people use that for like I don't know what that is. Three percent. I don't know what that is. V I R K O N. Okay, Vercon. Um, and it's just like a tool sanitation chemical. Great. Um, what I like, what hurts people when I start working with them, and we find out that they have active infections, is I, I'm like, I'm usually like, you're about to double your tool budget. Because the biggest thing about the tool sanitation is so is contact time with these cleaners. A lot of them you can't just like dip it in. You need to literally let the tool soak in it for like 30 to 60 seconds. So this fundamentally changes a lot of people's entire protocols well, yeah, just, about how they, they should. handle their plants. But like I, I feel like I've never upgraded. I, 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 once again, I am no expert at this at all. I've just experienced hiring people, or just asking as favors to come in and guide me, and then put in, you know, SOPs for me, and I, we just follow them, and he, you know, we get a rudimentary explanation of kind of what's going on, but I don't really know, you know. Um, it, w- um, I forgot going in. Oh Jesus! That was my question. That? Was. Oh, brain fart. Brain fart. I, uh, <clears throat> cleaning protocol uh, and tools. And the thing oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, um, okay. So, we're, we're, we've cleaned these plants, cleaned the roots. Where can pathogens be, by the way? Like, where should we wear? Like, I feel like people need to understand, like, they go pick up a clean plant, but they might be wearing the same clothing. And then they come in and, like, shoes, other things like that, and contaminants. And, like, oh, I swear the plant was clean. You're like, yeah, the plant was clean, but the guy who brought it over was covered in a bunch of stuff. So maybe yeah, even discuss first, that like, kind of protocol. It, just you don't want it, like I th- feel like the, you know, changing shoes, things like that. It's important. It's, it's tough because as a grower, you know, it's like we're we're also like fucking on the fly and running around and stuff. And when you really like, sl- it feels like it slows you down. But it's just you're not it, coming it, in my rooms. Though. It's just it's well, no, I'm just talking from an old school I mean, personal you, view. You but, but can come in one room. Oh, I'll come in with covered that, covered that sheep on your face, though. My beard cover carries a lot of my. Dude, there's some corona right there. I can feel it. I know it's crawling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's on your hand. Oh, it's on your hand now. Yeah. No, in general, though, uh, you know, it's it, it's hard as a grower to like slow yourself down like that. But when you get into the, and I remember back in the day looking at guys doing microchips and going like, why is everybody dressed so fucking stupid? Like, they're just, they're building like a micro, like, come on. But then you realize, yeah, those guys are fucking like taking it to the next level of how right. serious you need to be. Yep. And now people are learning quickly uh, <laughs> in, in the hard way that, you know, cleanliness is the, the most important thing when it comes to just everything in life, really, when it, as far as growing goes. And, I, you know. My friend Zach works for BioSafe. I, I knew him before that. He was just worked at the place where I used to buy all my cleaning stuff. Uh, he's nice enough to come over, like, to my, you know, spots and put, like, SOPs and stuff, you know, for me. So I get to ask him a lot of questions. And um, I don't think people realize how deep this goes and how important it is. And it's the overt foundation of sustainability. If you do not have one of these in place and understand it, you can't have a sustainable garden, uh, especially when it comes to mothers. Hit the nail on the head. Uh, it's just you can like. maybe escape for two years. Where you only have minor pathogens and it don't take over, but that's unlikely, especially for large, real large, we're talking real large facilities, where you have huge moms, where they're so susceptible to pathogens, they shouldn't yeah. be doing mo- large moms anyway, that's another discussion. But um, Yeah, exactly. I'm seeing more and more people are shifting towards younger, 
smaller moms Absolutely. that are turned over at a higher rate totally. from a clean block of plants. I know a lot of people that just um, simply take clones off their vegging plants right before they go in. That's part of the cleaning mm. system is they you know leave four clones per plant or whatever going in. Yeah. And like a few days before they go in, they take if those everything's, clones. If everything's healthy and good. properly. Once everything's, you know, it's, it's Young again, plants what, are healthy too, though. Too, yeah, it's yeah. again one of those things like you can have way better plants like that because you have these really nice, young, tender perfect cloning material compared and to like plant a numbers woody matter. old mom. It's a big deal that if you could rotate your clones out of your veg without having moms. But I mean, you run the, you run the, you run, I mean, basically I, I was told people back in the day as far as like my style was to have grandmothers and mothers. And the mothers were like the working moms. Those were the ones that like bang out the clones. And then the grandmothers were just like for backup, back, backup of genetic material knowing that you got it somewhere. You know what I mean? And that would just like sit like by itself. Somewhere. I just give it to like eight people who and I know are going to slut it out. And, and then that I way, like the worst case scenario is, <laughs> worst case yeah. scenario is you got to clean a couple of clones. Always. It, you know? yeah. Yeah. I, I can get all my stuff back because I gave it all out. I went the other way. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give them my cuts because I'm not good at keeping moms. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm the, how can I, but, I but basically with, this idea I've always had of problems grandmas with grandmas and moms. Uh, I don't know what, what that is. I, I, I personally just okay, have see. had a lot of problems with large moms, period. Yeah. When I say like over, say, seven-week veg kind of thing, anything over that size, <laughs> I've had a lot of problems where I feel like I can't – I try to avoid even having that. So sorry. Sometimes you get yeah. some, sometimes plants get into in, into a into a zone though where they just like yes. perfect moms and you're no, like yes. oh my god this is the best. Yes, ever. I have seen yes like, where they just crank them out the same amount of perfect yeah, two hundred yeah. clones come off the thing every no, time. You know, not saying like, it can't be done. Not saying I've seen that too. Yes, for sure. I just don't get that unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but let's jump back to the pyramid. Yes, please. Um, tip of so the basically, spear. you have that tip of the pyramid where you have these isolated moms. And then you can you basically their progeny, the clones that you cut from them, those are your working girls. Those are the moms that feed the next bigger level of the pyramid because you right. can't push those pathogen indexed plants too hard mm -hmm. and also testing costs money. So basically you have these small number of moms that you invest hundreds of dollars of testing into. Got it. And love basically, that. love it. that's yeah. your genetic repository. Got right. it. And then they create moms that you push as hard as you possibly can yep. to feed your system. Have Does you that found, make sense? Yeah, oh, totally. No, love that. Love that. And idea. that's pretty much the same idea of saying, like, you get your working plants, and you, you know that they're going to be healthy because they're in that phase where they're just, like, putting out clones, and you're just bap, 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 and everything. That's nice all. And, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. also, the smaller areas are so – you can so boutique every square inch of a small area – like, I don't care, like, if you, especially, like, a, a good grower, if you give him a 150-square-foot area or smaller and tell him to do any project, he'll crush it because they have attention to detail at that level that it's so easy to do. And so keeping, yeah, like, a, 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 that room and then spending all that money on testing is so perfect. And, and, and also, one, it's going to alert you to anything where the problems are, which can we're going to learn a lot of information from that because then you can identify, you know, diagnose how they got them. And then also what varieties do better? How long are they resistant? Um, and um, see, those progeny now are going on to be the next round of mothers. So how, yeah. and so how deep does this pyramid have to go? For, I Three guess. Three levels is what I see at, on average. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, I can climb that. Yeah. Was, some pyramids are taller than others. No, no, that makes sense totally. I like I, I love all of this. This all makes absolute sense. I love stuff that makes sense. Well, you know, the thing is, and, and, and again, like we, when it comes to tissue culture and it comes to that, which we're going to bring, uh, we're going to next bring uh, 
Justin into the conversation in about ten in, in the next five minutes or so. He's uh, gonna roll in. So a lot of people had a question for me to ask. Yeah. Uh, about that? about um, tissue culture because I I don't know the answer to this and uh, well, well, you got the guys coming on the show to tell you that. I, yeah, I, but the one question is. Uh, we know that tissue culture can eliminate some pathogens, but how the question would be, I guess, two part: how how effective is it in eliminating pathogens, and what pathogen doesn't it eliminate? Sure. Micro so, well, micropropagation so eliminates what or whatnot, I guess. So, tri like, so there's different types of tissue culture. There's nodal tissue culture, which is basically just traditional cloning. Mm -hmm. You take stems, you bleach them, and then you put them in test tubes. Anything that that mom had those clones in tissue culture will have. Okay. Um, so it doesn't really eliminate stuff. So it's just a different substrate, no other benefits. That style. Uh, what? So basically that style is just a different substrate, but not any of the other benefits. Exactly. Exactly. That's a great way to think about it. Now, meristem culture, where you take the shoot apical meristem, it's like the, it's the, you like the tip of a growing t uh, tip you basically have to dissect out the shoot apical meristem, which is like the width of a human hair. Mm -hmm. um, and then this, this stem cell niche at the apical meristem, it has undifferentiated cells. It's not hooked up to the vasculature system of the plant. You can dissect out that shoot apical meristem, nice. put it on a special hormone media to regrow a whole plant. GA3. And at, if you do that enough, a small fraction of those plants will be, if you had an infected mom, will be clean. Nice. And when you say small, so, how, how do you, but, what do you think about percentage-wise? 10%? 20%? Um, so it's a technique thing. I've been doing meristem culture for like two, two and a half years. And I see people that get like 40% clean plants from their shit. And other guys that are better, and they get like sixty percent. It's like growing mushrooms. It's like fimming. It's like fimming, basically. Like sometimes uh, you get it, sometimes you don't. You're like, yeah, hey, I got it. Hey, you didn't get yeah. it. Yeah, oh, kind of works now. Oh, it works great. I, I get it. I get and and yeah. meristem culture can can take a while. So to recover plants from a meristem dissection can take like six to twelve months. Wait, wait, wait so sorry. Can you say that again? Whenever I meet people, How, so from uh, when you, take you have cells the, from the whole meristem? process of a meristem dissection. Okay. The whole process of a meristem dissection to full recovered mom right. can take like six to twelve months. When you say full recovered mom, what kind of size plant are we talking? I'm talking about a clone. I'm talking about like okay, cool, an, but like a, a big fat root, like and, and ready to grow. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, That's a long time. I didn't realize is, it would take that long. Oh, it is. It, uh, so the fastest I've ever seen oh, this happen alcohol. is three months, but Wait. those were like freak strains that grow really, <laughs> really, really fast. Do you find a lot of phenotypical um, expression affecting any of this? Sorry? Do you find a lot of um, expression being brought out with a lot of these pathogens in different environments, say a same variety in different environments, expressing uh, pathogens more That's often? That's re that's a really good question, and let me go back to one other thing before I answer that. Sure, yeah, sorry. So, meristem culture, we know in cannabis it can fix hop latent viroid, right? Okay. Some of these other viruses, we don't know. Okay. So, not There's every just, virus... Okay. So, not every virus is curable by meristem culture. Sometimes... 
if a plant is infected, it's just fucked. So, okay, okay, so the level of infection can affect it. So there's just, uh, yeah. before, there's, there's variables that can determine whether it will uh, be removed or not, and those are still uh, only best guesses going through. And I assume, it, okay, let me ask this. If you're taking, um, it's just one, like you've taken, let's say, of a plant that has pythium, and you've taken it down to an extremely low amount, but it's one of those stubborn plants you just can't get it out of. So we're going to go ahead and try to culture this plant that's got pythium and bring it back strong again. Um, and so we do all kinds of fighting, use all kinds of microbes and get the, the pathogenic level real low, get the virus level real low. I hand that off to you. Um, what's the odds or the, the likelihood of, of that coming through clean? I, so I'll, I'm, I'll be honest. For I'm not going to hold, I'm not gonna hold you to it. Okay, I got you. So, so when you say so, do you have any viruses, for example, that you do know a little bit more about that you could give a guideline? Because, like, uh, meaning like, uh, let's say, okay, oh god, I hate to use this because this is the one that everyone asked me about. But and please forgive me, this isn't for me. Um, tobacco mosaic virus. Let's say it hypothetically, jumped over to cannabis. Um, would that be able to be removed, in your experience, and if if you suppressed it down really really low? Uh, say i'm gonna say i'm i'm gonna say maybe okay but i'm also gonna say what if i did a hundred if i did a hundred of them if you did a hundred of them what would you say the odds of at least one of them being completely clean so that's so like i said earlier like with the plants having this random distribution yeah i it's a num it is a numbers game with meristem culture if you do enough i think that for most things you will get clean plants okay so it's possible, and the numbers are there. We just got to make it more in our benefit and figure it out how, how to predict it better. Yeah, and people are starting to also experiment with antiviral drugs in tissue culture Weird. to help lower those titers. Okay. Like there's this drug called can ribavirin or Can that affect the RNA of the plant, though? So it, it, people don't know, and we that's why some people won't use it at all. <laughs> As a genetic um, breeder, I do want to know. It's kind of important coming out the um, side. Because some of these things, they inhibit RNA synthesis. Right. Because that's how these viruses Sure, replicate. yeah, yeah, that's their jam. So, yeah, 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 that's, that's their boogie. So you basically need, and, the, and I've grown plants on some of these drugs. They're not happy. Yeah. Um, and always in tissue culture, you worry about somoclonal variation, and you want to like test flower anything that comes out of it. So like and, and basically you're at, we're at the cutting edge of research right now. It's exciting. To see what's up with this stuff. That's super exciting. And what happens, okay. And by so the way, thank you for this because it's an excellent delivery as well. It's digestible and it's understandable and it just makes sense. It's linear with everything we already know. And I love anything. It's just oh, yeah. common I mean, denominator just fits right in everything else. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Exactly what we already do. Well, so, so when you're, when you got these yeah, plants that are coming out of, uh, out of this, uh, this uh, tissue culture round. Do you find anything like with when you're breeding off to the next generation? Like, because uh, in a way, are they seed transmittable? Yeah, yeah. So many of these we still don't know. <laughs> Sorry to keep saying that so much. I know, but we know for a fact that hop latent viroid is seed transmittable. It's like ten to fifteen percent, I think. Um, so it's not like a majority of the seed, but yeah. it's enough 
that it can still pop up, and I'm going to be scared of this thing popping up for years. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I was very important. Doing, a very important point. Could you transferring to seed? So it can. So it does. It can potentially. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Cool. Yes. I'm full. I'm cool. I, I like the unknowns. If I know about the unknowns, I'm fine. I, I, I hate when people try to like brush over that. Like, no, this will just be like this. You're like, eh. well, it's scary. Um, it's scary in a sense because there's like certain plants where you're just like, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, you really don't want to even consider passing on any kind of weird thing like that because. Well, can't you, you do a, uh, a, a, a genotype test on the other side though? To make sure that the it's maintained its integrity. I, I think the like so they have these like, I mean, huh? sequencing is it's getting so cheap ones. that people are starting to doing sequencing to check like the genetic fidelity of a strain. Mm -hmm. But fidelity. I always say the ultimate test is you got a flower. Is what? Is you got a flower? Oh, like that is the ultimate test, which takes time, but that is kind of where it's at yeah and, that, and that's kind of right. a, um the bit i mean in a way in t the only way to find out with cannabis every way across the board is to fucking grow the next thing out which is like the part that takes time and there's just no way around that until we can speed up time i've interesting gone back and done um post-diagnosis where and this by the way is all anecdotal but we had tests and uh, at the different stages where we would have flour that would test really low like really low on, t on THC or really oddly low on terpenes, couldn't tell why, everything looked the same. And we go back, like, oh, those started developing pythium down in the last two weeks and we didn't know. And, um, really interesting how those viruses can affect the quality of a plant, especially that virus stays with the plant. See, I know a lot of OGs are very um, temperamental like that. I Like, one of the worst things that I see is people keeping a plant in veg for years and then they will mass produce it when they haven't flower when they haven't done a test flower in a very very long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's um, that's been going around forever, and uh, there's a lot of people that are going to fight you to death over that. They're like, no, big old plants yeah. is the way to go. I don't believe that's the case. I uh, I just so on your uh, experience, say one of these well, the guys. The plant, the old, let's the say more, a guy's got a plant for ten years. More disease, it's you know. Have. They've been keeping it pretty good, mm -hmm. but it's ten years old, you know. And they don't have an extraordinary IPM, but you know they, you know they use a microbe once a week, or whatever. Well, how many different viruses is that thing going to have after ten years? That actually affect the the growth of the plant. I mean, it depends. Do you want me to? Uh, I haven't yet through the list, but do you want me to Give go us. through the list? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I'm not. This is going to be weird names let like Globus Tobidobus. Let them go through the list. It'd be like Greek Let's name, Greek soccer <laughs> team. Look at the sounds so like the Greek soccer team. We already hit beet curly top virus. Love it. That's a fun one. Hop latent viroid. Yep. Sounds. Hop stunt viroid. Okay, dunning. So that's basically dunning. Yeah. Lettuce chlorosis virus. That sounds awful. Mm. I don't like Potato chlorosis. virus Y. That's fun. That's a fun one. Sun hemp mosaic virus. Ooh, that sounds artsy. T tobacco ring spot virus. That sounds mean. Tomato ring spot virus. That just sounds ugly. Those are the ones that we've been finding, at least on like the West Coast. Um, and this is uh, this and, is all uh, cannabis, cannabis, not hemp is, at the moment. Have you been tested for hemp at all? Are these, uh, are this, these this humid environments? Oh. Sorry, these these are humid environments. The, uh, no, these, these are plant specific viruses. Plant -specific. Um, and this is both in hemp and 
THC cannabis. That's I actually, it's very hard for me to separate the two because for a lot of my samples, it's just sample numbers sure. and I don't. Is yeah, it because like, it's so common or is it because there was a crossover? Is what do just, you, what is, do you mean? Well, does it endemically or does it like, um, endogenously just happen enough in cannabis and hemp where you happen to have tests where they, they, they both test for these viruses, uh, versus did the hemp have to catch it from cannabis? Like, was there a hemp farmer that got it somehow? Or is it just something well, that, would, like, is it, think, en- is it endogenously think. produced just in certain environments? I would blame all the wooks that work on it. I, I think a lot of it is <laughs> Every wook. Or the wooks. Yeah, the all the wooks, wooks did it. The wooks did I mean, it indirectly, sure. yes. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's just, um, yeah. Like, I think a lot of it is Can't regional, and I think though. hemp has more viral diseases than medicinal cannabis based off of it being largely an outdoor, a majority outdoor crop, mm-hmm. yeah, and a lot so. of medicinal cannabis is grown indoor. Uh, is that from I mean, uh, the U.S. you're talking about, or is that worldwide? Yes. This is there. So, I, but yeah. aren't most hemp plants young? Well, huh? I mean, they all because well, we just started. I mean, they all go <laughs> like versus their... a 20 year old indoor plant versus. Yeah, there's not a lot of old hemp material. Uh, and there's more seasonal plant wise and most people don't like I think the serious people are, are all doing seeds anyway no one's really uh, and there's like some obviously work plants that are going to be kept all around sure. is, it, is it possible that for hemp it's just a natural part of its cycle and that some of these okay I guess how many of these viruses that it has are actually pathogenic is it all of them and then how severe is that pathogen I guess is that's my an question. awesome fucking question and I, got an I think it varies. Um, like, it. we Mom's know hoplite and viroid is pathogenic and causes severe things like dudding and lack of rooting. Hop stunt viroid, similar effects, or at least preliminarily that I've heard. I haven't heard as much about hop stunt viroid in cannabis, but I've heard initial reports of people finding it. Um, I've seen. I, I've actually walked a lot of fields, and I've seen a lot of dud plants in a lot of different people's stuff. And it was kind of like, it seemed to be something that was, like either either auto flowering, and it was just turning into a little stunted plant, or there was something. Some of them had that twisted look and weird. And stuff. Autos are the most resistant. Well, not most resistant because they die so quick. Uh, I've found that I don't even worry about pathogens with my autos because they have that seed vigor all the way until they're dead. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, there's so many things in autos I don't worry about because they have that week two figure going the whole time uh, once they get going. Two. I wanted to ask. Uh, uh, we had someone wanted to ask about. I hadn't heard of this I before. Got, I got Joe cannabis cryptic I, 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 virus. Is that something you've yeah, heard of, Joe? Call, so, come the end. Yes. Oh yeah, totally. Is this cannabis a real? Is this a real thing or is this uh, fake news? Yeah. No, no. Cannabis cryptic virus is very real. Um, It's a largely, um, or at least from the publications that I've read about it, it's largely in like European hemp fields. Um, And what's tricky about cannabis cryptic virus is it might be one of those viruses that you mentioned that's completely asymptomatic. Um, People have gone virus hunting in cannabis before. Um, uh, There was this European paper in 2017 by this group with their first authors were Getty. they, they they basically did RNA sequencing of a ton of hemp plants and cannabis uh, hemp plants in Europe, and the only thing that they found was cannabis cryptic virus. Hmm. However, they found it in asymptomatic and symptomatic plants, so they couldn't know if it was causing anything. 
So cannabis cryptic it's virus so hard. virus is one of those. We need like closed environments. Well, it's the same. I mean, it's, it's amazing how it's so similar to people, though, too, where it's like you got the asymptomatic people who are just spreading it around, just walking in. And how, much, all cool. how much actual square footage of lab in this country do we have that's like scientific, um, that's a good you know, scientific conditions where, you know, things can be actually verified Let's in, in, in a lab versus all this anecdotal stuff that's been floating around forever and ever? Like, are there labs so, all over the so country doing doing this kind of work? And, that's, and then that's going to give me a segue to get Justin in the conversation because he's on segue, the... Segue! Segue! Yeah. He's on the, he's on the yeah. wings. Uh, so, we get um, so Justin will call in a second, but let me answer that. Yeah, yeah. What's great is that a lot of agricultural schools are starting to open up to cannabis, and they'll accept... Um, cannabis samples to do pathogen testing. So basically, like, like um, I want to say, um, I know, well, they were talking all about it, that OSU, Oregon State University, has a plant pathology lab that they can take samples in. There are a lot of private labs that do testing as well. I'm one of them. Um, but basically, I tell people, like, test, don't guess, and test from multiple labs because... Like you want, like people, I give people a lot of bad news and then they don't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if you have any questions, do a secondary test from someone else to make sure that we're right. Um, like that's kind of how I walk people through this. Right. I, I mean, that's, and that's the, the, the part where anytime you try to explain to a group what they have to do and it, and it, starts costing them energy time money all those things and you'll just get such push like i've as a consultant i've pretty much never almost never see so people hard. follow through on anything you tell them what to do that's why i quit and it must be really hard when you're trying to tell people number one reason i quit really high end yep. sort of protocols that they're going to have to sort of follow and will they actually do it i mean that's that's the next thing i guess i had a reasonably successful business it was paying the bills and and starbucks you know what i mean and like that kind of money and uh you know three starbucks a week and uh, bills are paid, you know, so that's a good job, you know, when you're, you know, but it, it was the fact that it was so disappointing that maybe one out of 10 would actually really jump in and, and do the work, but that they would just simply wouldn't listen and wouldn't be able to execute. It's pretty hard. It's pretty hard to get people it's, to do it's, that. It's hard because you care about the crop. You want to like, care, like see things do well. And you're just like, guys, <laughs> people. Well, we'll, we'll get we'll get Justin in because he's I think he's living that life right now. That's probably that's like, that sounded like story of his life, didn't it? Didn't it, Joe? Story of my <laughs> life. Let's call him Justin. Oh, story of um, Colin. Yeah. Yes, sir. Pathogenic. I How many of them are pathogenic and what? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, Remember that know, time I asked that great question? <laughs> sure. The pathogenic ones, about half beat curly top. It's variable. Hop latent viroid, it's variable, but definitely hop stunt viroid, lettuce chlorosis virus, potato virus Y definitely causes effects. Sun well, the reason I virus actually, definitely so, causes Okay, so the reason I ask is I was going to ask maybe in hemp there's a natural cycle that these parasites, I call them parasites because as far as a larger picture of anything that's feeding off that plant, um, maybe it's a natural thing, but obviously if they're all that, all of them are pathogenic, there's no way that's a a good net there's no uh, way to find a homeostasis in there even if you're looking if they're that pathogenic um so i definitely think that some some cultivars are more are more susceptible than others oh yeah for sure i mean yeah i've seen so many wide variances and i don't know why on most I've just, I've just seen it 
Even like uh, if um, I'm running yeah. the same variety, two different uh, phenotypes, or even t two varieties of the same phenotype, one of them happens to have all kinds of resistances. One doesn't. They look almost the same. And next thing you know, one of them's all sick in the corner. The other one's fine. Um, everything, yeah. everything, and I know all certain... things being equal. Sorry. Um, it, I know certain breeders are working on specific hop latent viroid resistant strains right now. Um, so I think certain, uh, as people, as we study these diseases cannabis more, breeders? We're, wait, wait, cannabis, hemp yeah. breeders. Wait, cannabis breeders hemp. or hemp? Okay. Okay. Hemp. Okay. I was like, who's got the love? Um, who's but got that's lab? what I was saying earlier, Colin. Yes. Thank you. We met like two years ago when I used to work at Dark Heart. And you turned me oh, on yeah, to dude. the Cornbread Mafia books. Dude, yes. I totally remember you now. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. How are um, you? I, I really like that visit. Awesome. I really like that visit. Right, cool, interesting stories, right? Like weird and like those are all confirmed stories too. I have a friend of mine who grew, yeah. up, grew up in that area. And uh, like he he didn't know those people, but he knew them all by name. Like he grew up knowing about those names kind of thing. And like he, he did that same kind of thing in that area and – uh, I even got seeds from uh, from them. So, uh, uh, you know, there's. I feel like there's pockets all over the world that's got stories like that. You know, yeah, just like it was real, such really like an stuff. interesting like American cannabis. Right? Book. Yeah, like a oh, oh, a bootleggy. It's like the bootleg cannabis kind of you know vibe. The bur the bourbon you know of uh, of um, Otenisky whiskey kind of of, of the cannabis. Yeah, that's funny. So, what did you do after you leave Darkheart or your uh, your science? I I left Darkheart <laughs> at the end of eighteen and started my own thing in nineteen. Excellent. Congratulations. Um, congratulations. Basically, thanks, man. Yeah, and so basically, like I'm doing the polyploid breeding where I'm making tetraploids. Yeah, yeah, and totally. hopefully triploids. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so you would have been the perfect guy to have on the show last week because we have a caller who basically took about 25 minutes to explain that he had he had two tetraploids, right? Cool. Or yes. Yeah. Bunch of branches. And he was trying to <laughs> and he was trying to figure out if they would uh, carry over basically. That's what I gathered. It was I'm so, guessing so, it was very slowly if the delivered. Plant was so, very, <laughs> if it was plant was very young in its seedling form, yeah. probably not. If it's older, cloned several times, uh, very possible. You got it going or No. Do you want me to call him now? Yeah, you yeah, give him a call right now. Same would you right? would you agree, Joe? Like if if let's say the first three months from seed, that was probably uh, those less likely to carry on calling, because yeah, that's like, more what? hormonal from the seed growth guy. versus so you clone that, it a year year I, a year later. You're gonna have a something's been cloned several oh. times and hey, hey, and hey found hey. its age. We're just uh, we're mid we're and, mid, um, mid conversation. Is here, it gonna have those hormonal there for a sec. strange uh, morphogenesis? expressions that that uh, a young flipped seedling might have especially in that two three so week that's final. interesting because i haven't i don't work with my tetraploids from seed i work from in tissue culture i make them in tissue culture um and grow them back that way and it's really yeah. stressful on the plants um my my issue that i'm coping with is stability of tetraploids because the plants some of the ones that have been made They'll auto revert back to diploid. Yeah, you know, it, and like, th this plant, its phenotypical expression is very much underrated. People think it's just a little bit here and there, but I mean, you take these plants and really push it. That I mean, it, it is—they're different plants, and they have completely different expressions. It's fascinating yeah. the things that, that that I've been seeing in in different environments, but um, they want to go back to where they were. 
in certain environments. Uh, I saw this a couple different times. Dutch genetics grown in Jamaica. Five years later, it almost completely resembles the varieties they've been growing. Like, it lost 90% of its, its expression. Yeah. Uh, because those would die or wouldn't make seeds properly or just didn't grow as well. And then all the genes that worked well in that environment would just push right through quickly. And all of a sudden you're like a whole, whole new plant within well, several well, years. Well, it's the same and the opposite where if you bring stuff to people who actually grow like the same stuff like in Jamaica and they interbreed with their own plants, they already have a kind of thing going. You goes put, back to the you try original. To, you try to put your shit in there and it's only there for one generation <laughs> and it's gone. Like they, people are like, yeah, you don't even see This is more like three to five Because I've given seeds to people in South Africa and they've grown it where they've grown other stuff forever and they're like, yeah, it, the first year you can really tell like it's cornbread different. Cornbread Mafia and guys, the next they had cornbread gold. pretty close to the local and by the third year it's gone like you won't see it at all it's, it's fascinating how adaptable is you know the, the so, so we got justin on the line also just don't really leave him hanging Huston. There. how you doing from dsg labs uh you got we do we also have joe joe 2d2 on there too or what uh he, he said he tried to call in you want to try to call him back? oh yeah give us oh you have to text me the number and i'll call him because it doesn't work it's somehow it doesn't work when we try to link people together so like that so just send, oh yeah, yeah, just call uh, that number. Yeah, yeah, we got it. So we're going to call him and get him in. So we'll have Joe and Joe2D2 oh. and, because <laughs> I don't know how to how to separate the Joes. We can't be like, or we could do Joe1, Joe2, I guess, or Joe2D2. Just Joe2D2. I like Joe2D2. I like Joe2D2. For sure. I think you knew. I think you knew that was the way to go. Yeah, everybody in our generation can accept that as a nickname. You're like, all right, I'm down. Right, yeah. I'm down. R2D2 was the coolest character. Nobody really knows how to be sure. Be him, He's right? the only one that's like, <laughs> after all the movies, nobody hates. <laughs> nobody yeah, like, hates. Uh, well, and not uh, Chewbacca. All right, we're going to call him. Okay, we're going to give him a call. So, Justin, hey, Chewbacca, uh, you're not a good person. we were hitting all sorts of subject matter for you cool. a little it's earlier. We were loyal. talking about loyal. Uh, bringing in material into a pl I mean, this is also for, for your, uh, for Joe, Joe 2, Joe 2D2, uh, bringing in live material uh, and quarantining and. Hello? Hey, hey, is that Joe? Yo, it is. What's up? Nice, nice. Nice to meet you, man. Or not meet you. See you again, <laughs> I guess. Nice to meet yeah. you for the 47th time. No, yeah. Well, we're not 47th, yeah. but yeah. It's no 42nd, <laughs> but it's pretty good. Uh, yeah. So we're calling you Joe 2D2. We're calling you Joe 2D2 just to keep it simple. But, uh, Word, that works. Yeah, we have Joe. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> and of course, we, so we have Justin. We got a lot of J's going on here. It's Justin, Joe, Joe, two, I like two. it. I'm, 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 it's I'm the J crew. I'm bad with names. I, I'm like, I like the yeah. grouping. I like the yeah. grouping. Also, I can say like any J basically, and I get it right. And J crew. And I just, can just pretend I was talking about high school. Person. Come up, so. images of high school and bad jocks come up. That's the only problem when yeah. I hear the J crew. But uh, I was just saying to Justin that earlier on we were talking about like quarantining plants and bringing in material and all the protocols that go along with it and how to do it properly. Um, you kind of built a facility along those lines, right? Like, like being able to take in, not necessarily plants, but like taking uh, well, a bit more, you're more in the tissue, like you guys are pushing towards tissue culture now. And uh, that's kind of where we thought we'd 
round because this is like we go down the rabbit hole whenever we start talking about tissue culture because it's like one of those things right, where right. it's like <laughs> it's, it's those cups like you're spinning it and spinning it and spinning well, it but you still end a, up going back out the gate there's a lot of promises <laughs> and there's a lot of like dreams and then there's a lot of like actualities of, like, shenanigans hey, ballyhoo well, tomfoolery and when you realize like right, you know, we're still right. not there yet in a in the scale that people imagine in their minds but at the same time it's also becoming pretty pretty much like going to separate the people who are wheat and chaff well yeah it's going to it's going to make the people who are going to go to the wheat, next level wheat's uh, good right understand bad. that that's the only way the, the only people yeah. are going to accept those no, genetics that have been now like we've uh, considered bad cleaned let's say or <laughs> you know Ooh, i think i'll try that chaff right, right. yeah yeah, for sure. I mean, I can just speak from, you know, I mean, so limited, limited sample size so far because our facility um, has only been operational for a handful of months. Yeah. Um, well, and, how long you know, a large part of that is, say it again? Uh, you, you were saying you set up, uh, you got your own business a couple of years ago, so you set this lab up. Where are you? Uh, so we're in Pennsylvania. I'm um, in okay. western Pennsylvania. Okay, cool. In the Pittsburgh area. So Pennsylvania is a market that opened up a handful of years ago, finally went uh, medical. Um, I'm lifelong Western Pennsylvanian, so um, yeah, we and, work with Curly uh, out there. Lover as well, so I was stoked that you know to finally be able to um, have a crack at it here. Um, and yeah, I mean, my my goal really at every step of the way has um, it's going to sound corny, but you know, has really been about the plant because honestly, I'm just a weed nerd at the end of the day. Like, and so every decision I made, we had the capital outlay and the power to do it was to sort of have the right intention um, to service sort of the end goal, which is to bring the heat every time, um, but to do it at a scale where, you know, I say this a lot, like you have to play God, basically. I mean, all the variables involved in playing God um, get difficult to keep track of. And so if something as integral as tissue culture, you know, you really have to get it right. But if you can get it right, um, again, limited sample size, but we are seeing a lot of success. Um, and I couldn't be more can pleased you so see, far, to be frank. Can you see, say, three, four years from now, that being the primary way to propagate, could it be efficient enough, or that in a, a commercial space we're talking, we're not talking at home. You know, obviously you have to have the proper refrigeration and whatever. I'm not talking just for storage, because I know those are more expensive because you have to have generators. But do you see a, a, a hundred thousand square foot facility, commercial facility? Uh, would it make sense for them to purely be in a, a tissue culture at, at some point? To me personally, uh, yes, it's the sensible way to go, and 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 so I will. I'll put the library piece of it aside, right? Like if you're not if you're not interested in building a crazy library, which is my goal. Um, I don't know. I was a comic collector, baseball card collector, maybe it's just a collector in me. I don't me know. Too. So I just want to collect strains. I want to collect genetics. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have. Did a we talk baseball that, cards? So. Uh, I owned a baseball right? card. <laughs> I owned a baseball card store in New Jersey when I was a kid. Oh yeah, uh, yeah so uh, that mentality, it's like that's yeah i mean that's like part of what is at the for me it was at the heart of why i wanted such a deep catalog but you could just put that aside i mean from just a pure production standpoint i mean the space the square footage required to keep the you know the number of mother plants you would need for certain production runs to just hit scale um just starts to get too large for my taste because i want to rotate through so many strains i mean other in, in different varieties and other, you know some companies might be okay to just have like oh, i'll have 40 and i'm fine you know i don't need any more than 40 varieties or 40 females or whatever and i'll just run that and, you know that'll be fine but that's not what, what i'm interested in so i think anytime you want to have an option to work in more genetics over time in a really efficient manner 
um, that doesn't. And wouldn't just, that be the end game? You know, again, you'd think that all these commercial that, facilities, commercial, these larger commercial facilities, commercial facilities, uh, once they see the scope of what they're doing, wouldn't that have to be in their end game? In my humble opinion, yes, once you understand. Why be humble? You're here to give your opinion. Just give your regular <laughs> regular opinion, accept it. All right, all right dude. You no, don't come off as audacious. Man. This motherfucker over yeah. here just audacious as right. fuck. No, just, yeah. It's also, it's an opinion. You know, there's different ways to do things right. I'm not saying this is the only yeah. way to go. I'm just asking if that's a viable thing. I or think what it's, you I mean, would, it's going to, like I said, Because with your separate. background, your skill set, it's going to make a lot more sense with someone who has zero skill set in it. Um, I'm asking what you would do. So, you know, it's not about right or wrong. Just, you know, what would you do? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yes, I would. Kay. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't hesitate to set up a lab again. Um, I think the thing about what I've learned about tissue culture is it's really about finding the right team of people um, that have the right knowledge in this area. Because, how, how many people do you need, you know, like, if, for, for what you're doing? Like what kind of I, I don't well, I don't know the quality, scope I don't know I think it's quality over qu uh, quantity. There. Well, I, I don't really know the scope really the like square footage what it takes all the stuff that you're doing like I'm not you know I, I've I've well, walked I, through a few places yeah, briefly but I think up until he's yeah until he's I mean growing, I'll let Justin need, Justin can probably speak to the actual square footage and a little bit more of the labor power because right now Justin we're built pretty, the we're really for, efficient yeah, okay. um, in a small space honestly so, um, it doesn't take a large square you know footprint to do it Justin what 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 would you prefer like if you were to say I'm a commercial facility. Um, I want to do this. What's well, Justin the, got to build. I think. What's Justin, the minimum Justin, I, Justin, I want to put aside? Justin actually built for uh, Joe. Put his uh, build didn't build the building, but he put together the lab. And uh, you got you had pretty pretty. Uh, you got to do kind of almost like your dream your dream lab there, pretty much, right, Justin, or close to it. Yeah. Well, stage two, phase two is definitely going to be a big micropropagation dream lab. Basically, a Ferrari, I would say. And what, is it, what does that mean, the, though, uh, in, in, to the layman? Uh, as far as equipment and the amount of technicians, the process flow, all of it, um, you know, like storage rooms, going to be HEPA filtered. He's so smart. He doesn't have a controls. <laughs> you know, everybody's going to be very clean. It's going to be in a separate part of the facility so that everything stays clean. And um, really, the goal is to kind of prove the whole larger scale micropropagation being efficient and making sense at the scale like you were talking about, curious about. And right so people, right people in place. Do you think it's um, long term? You'd have no problem thinking it execute pretty flawlessly, and you're not worrying about not. I'm gonna come out with some super ignorant questions like, what if there's a blackout? What if there's a computer virus? What if someone tries to sabotage? I don't know. Like, are there any like over oh. fit pitfalls that you need to avoid in in that that we wouldn't think of in regular propagation? I mean the same thing that you would do in regular propagation just you want to have maybe a little more climate control very precise climate control okay uh gets too hot for too long you can kind of try all the plants and okay. lose a lot of progress a lot faster versus bigger plants that are ex vitro okay. they can handle maybe a little more heat a little bit longer so well, if say, you put you know, all the proper stuff back. in place if you have everything in, you know backups and you, know, you want you gotta spend a lot of money. Yeah, actually. I was just saying, it's a commitment to a lot more. It's money. not cheap. It's not cheap. Any kind yeah. of setup like you that know, is going to be. And also, attention to detail. And, and, and don't get me wrong, up front, you are going to spend more money. Yeah. But in the end, having systemically clean plants. Oh, uh, dude, I get the value. Virus, I'm all about it. You know, the lack of virus and. and yeah. Uh, I'm all pro. I'm all yes. Oh, I'm definitely team yes. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to play neutral. 
Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just trying to come at it from different angles, but I'm 100%. That's totally what I would do. If I don't know how to do tissue culture at all, I've never even done it. Yeah. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I've, I've seen it done, and that's not knowledge. Um, but everything that I've seen from the people that I respect, I, that's something that I feel like, which I, I don't plan it. on it, but if I were to run a large facility, I feel like a huge focus of that facility for me would be developing that tissue culture lab and all the potential capabilities in that lab and like yeah, having no that as yet. as also like really is almost like what is it called like um uh assets in your company like the more if you could build up the larger libraries and well, the most important thing is, know, is is healthy clones and healthy moms yeah, so yeah if you could like, store yeah, all kinds of different varieties it's endless. i mean if you do the hunting and you can pheno hunt you don't have to keep you can just keep, keep your keepers but not actually have to have moms just keep putting more cool and cool tissue culture and it's just stacking amazing varieties you could have thousands of varieties and but i think that it's a whole different you know possibility and you can pop out the moms when you want and um i think the storage of them would i mean be so i think everything easier. i think everything sounds easier than it is but at the same time oh no, no i'm not saying easy but it's at the same time uh, uh value i mean it's it, the value is just like being able to have a bank obviously and then on right. and then being able to uh you know if you have a if you if you went to a place that was twice as big or you had four f facilities or you needed to get somebody else set up and going you know, or if you have to go from facility to facility, well, you're it, gonna, let's say you have one like you're, you're place gonna, that does it. People are going to get all. You're going to want those. People are going to get culture. spoiled so fast. Like in about true. five years from now, everyone's going to be like, "What your stuff's not tissue culture?" Like it's going to be like the total yeah. next level. It'll be a three month curve where like tissue culture. To, dude, you don't even tissue culture. Exactly. Like, dude, it's like switching over from vinyl to eighty-two days ago. From vinyl to like CDs. <laughs> your tissue culture <laughs> shaming now. And then from CDs <laughs> to fucking computers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't even well, TC, bro. You, you, you're going to. Oh, it's my. Propagation, actually. Oh my god, <laughs> you take the mast cells, okay? So, like, and you describe them, yeah. And, like, one thing I would say, facilities um, that I'm working at now, you know, with a couple hundred strains, there's some that perform excellent, and some that just, you know, are going to take some Ooh. time to die. So, there's phenotypical expression in that as well. Do you find that yeah, there's any so correlation to if they're strong rooters, by the way, naturally, like some, you know, plants. We just have plants that you can't even give them pathogens. Like they're, they're so strong, they're always growing fast. They're always, you know, they're just amazingly vigorous. And you have other plants that are often susceptible to all kinds of root issues, or simply root more slowly. Do you notice any sort of correlation in the uh, tissue culture propagation to like if you have a hyper vigorous plant, is it more likely to be vigorous in that culture, or is it absolutely irrelevant, or you just don't know? I I'd say so. Yeah, a good example is the GMO. So out of culture, everybody yeah. knows how quickly it stretches. Yeah, and on yeah. uh, in culture, same thing. The structure is the same. You know, with hormones, obviously you can ch uh, you know, that alters a little bit. Yeah. Do you guys but, using uh, like GA three cytokines? What are you doing? What are you jumping in there? Uh, we use all kinds of hormones. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Honestly, everything like Talk to me different ratios, and it's a matter of trying to dial in what something likes, and it takes a long time to yeah. kind of optimize what something likes. It's amazing and how sensitive Every time you change the recipe, you want to look at the plant, kind of decide, okay, you know, maybe there's a little too much internode spacing. We're not getting great multiplication. And, you know, mm -hmm. So you want all the cytokines to that or so make it a little more oxygen dominant. So when they grow out of the tissue culture, based on uh, the efficacy of the process, you could get different morphologies from the same variety. One's done properly. It's, that's just exactly what we wanted versus 
say these weren't done as well as they could have been done and now it's showing different growth patterns or, 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 or deficiencies? Um, I would say if you're having morphology issues in TC or if you notice the morphology is slightly different, um, I think Joe feels the same way. We call those plants. We don't risk it. We don't want to have... Yep. Uh, I'm the same with seeds. Yep. Okay, cool. So we look for what looks good and pull that out yep. and pull the rest. And, Makes uh, sense. Yeah, I mean it's just it's literally like uh, micro growing on in the sense of yeah. you're doing all the same things. You're just you're just smaller. doing it on a smaller literally scale. Smaller. <laughs> and, yeah, and, literally smaller. Yeah, it's literally smaller. And at the same time, you're uh, it's cool though. You know, you're able to. And, and it's kind of the same too when you take like in like, a microchip sense. You well, when you take cuttings, when you take big cuttings compared to small cuttings, right? Like if you take really small cuttings, they take longer to grow into actual right, cuttings. Extra week but after they, veg. But they become much more even because they're yes. started at a smaller scale and they yes. all kind of catch up to each other. Whereas if you take big cuttings, totally. you get like, eh, like, you yeah. know, 80% that are like a this. A couple take off. A couple this, a yeah, couple yeah. that. And yeah. you're like, it's very hard to like maintain those at the same level. Totally so it's kind of the same, I guess. And then it just gets even worse. And, or My preference worse, is kind of take form. a smaller one and give it an extra week and try to get some real nice healthy rooting or get like a heavily rooted small clone. And I find that the homogeny is better with those two. Like, you Joe? know, um, I mean, yeah, it's okay. We, we got we got Justin and Joe Two D Two still on the line. I think the other Joe dropped, <laughs> but you know he's busy in the lab. We don't want to be fucking him up. Yeah, that's right. He could be like okay. standing there with five beakers, going like, "What the hell? These guys never get off the phone." But um, so Pennsylvania's uh, like the only medical you said, right? So they don't have a, a rec market at the moment. Uh, are you? They able- don't, but it's. I- Oh, he said he got dropped from the call. Oh, he got dropped. So you're going to give him a call back if you want. Uh, What's going on there? What are you doing? What the heck? Instagram won't let you go for an hour, and you have to restart it. Oh, my God. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. How long has it stopped? Stopped a while ago. It is nice. Uh, Anyway, sorry. We're trying to do, like, this crazy uh, uh, (laughs) setup where we're... We're letting people see the right thing now. on Instagram, but at the same time, the real upload will go after the show, so it's a little bit of a... You're not the real upload. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just so you know. It's, yeah, well... I'm, I don't know who... It's works. work. It's, it's all right. It, it'll yeah, work. I There's no monitor. I and text messages asking why I'm not on the show tonight, because everyone's... You're right here, dude. Be, we need a camera back here behind me on we, my shoulder. No, I'm going to put you on my Instagram live, just you. <laughs> we can we can do it. Don't you worry. We can we can, hey, we can make you can I, real. Um. If anyone wants, I'll eat another burrito. <laughs> so what's your what's your uh, what's your end game here? Just uh, Monsanto shit? Just go so we can start some rumors. <laughs> what's uh, no? What's uh, what's your end game here? Like the next three years? Like wh- what do you want to be doing with all this stuff? Is that a question for Joe with the facility or actually? Yeah. I, honestly, well, either one of J- you. J two Dito or Justin? Because it's all new to me, so I, it's all new to me. So I'm kind of I'll hear about all of it. Well, Justin's totally sold his soul to Monsanto. We know that, so he he's like. What'd you get? Yeah. What'd you get? Just so I know, like <laughs> what I'm deep, looking at. He's deep in. What am I looking at? No. <laughs> I just want to know, like, is there that extra zero where you're like, oh, you no, know no, no, no. Actually, the funny part is, is like, if you meet Justin, you realize, like, dude, he's just a grower guy. That guy. Most guys, are. but he's 
but he's a smart guy. He's a smart guy, <laughs> That's but, all I've ever been. but he's definitely, he's definitely like, if we were stuck at a big fucking, fe- like a big convention, we would end up in the corner going like, let's get the fuck out of here. This place sucks. We, we, this, these people are lame and we would be like, it's good to have those people. Like, he's that guy. It's really good so to have those people. That's how you're good people. You're Joe, good people. I haven't physically met, but we know, we, we know. Joe, we're going to physically we know that we would, together. we know that if we were in the, in the, in the deep in the trenches together, I would trust Joe because he's fucking on point. Right. So everybody's like, we already, you can, the little that we know of each other, we know that we're like, all right, that guy's on point. He, he, <laughs> he says what he's going to do. He does it. That's important shit. And that's the hardest part in this industry is finding those, People execute. that actually people that execute, you know, can really you know do Regularly. exactly what they said and and repeat. That's the hardest part. And pivot with cannabis, it's a lot of repeat, <laughs> repeating. And if you're not repeating and learning, pivot, you're, you're gonna uh, you're gonna fail in the long pivot. run. So it's in my opinion. So uh, yeah, no worries, definitely. You guys uh, learning about some virus. Those are all weird, funny names. I expected some like. More technical names. No. You're like funny dancing bird virus. They're all well, the, the silly potato virus. You're all, like, oh, okay, I don't know. All the viruses <laughs> are, more technical. are, as you can tell, they're other plants. You know what I mean? They come from either tomatoes. Scientists are so literal. They come from. They just hemp. literally name like this is potato red bug virus. You're like, it is. You're like, okay. Well, the hemp viruses. The interesting part about that, in my opinion, is the fact that they lived outside of our. I mean, if if, if the hemp viruses are still alive, that means they lived on the hemp that was living wild in the fucking you know Nebraska and in all these places. Um, but the plants there sort of kind of kept kept rolling along with them. Do you think that it was just like they're they're mostly like not showing kind of that? Those are the viruses that don't show, and just kind of the plants keep growing and just deal with it, and they're not really like wipe out kind of viruses. They're more of a prolonged, you know, annoyance or something like that. Is I mean, the, are those hemp viruses like lethal to the plants or are they, because that's the ones that I'd be most afraid of considering that they're in the same species. They're not like... Lethal if unchecked, say. If unchecked, yeah, are or any or of these like, like going to take out a crop? Like, like I know Fusarium could take out a whole crop for sure. I've, I've watched I've that. I know Botrytis can take out I've a I've seen a, stunted plants and I've realized like... Like a, Pythium? No, like the ones he was talking about with the dudding, with the um, yeah, yeah, with the uh, dudding and those kind of things. Those are pretty obvious, and you see it yep. like in old plants where you just like they oh, get shit. thinner. The roots even sometimes the, even the, the branches get the, branches will get weak. Will those kind of fall yeah. off a little bit, and they yes. just aren't doing their thing. Yeah, and the and the leaves will get smaller. My, <laughs> That's uh, what I noticed. It's, it's stuck. everything. Everything gets a little bit smaller, gets a little thinner, yeah. and um, grows slower, and the roots are weaker. Sounds like so, Colin has uh, every disease known to man. He's talking about my plants, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yes, I, my plants do. I don't know if I do. Uh, you can tell he's like, oh, mm, so you mean like every this disease to man. After being in this place, You're, maybe you are describing <laughs> That's it. not classy. You are describing it too too I well. I actually really like it too well. Um, well, here's the thing. You know, it, I've been around so long, and in this day, you see so many commercial grows and so many different grows. It's not like back in the day where it was so secretive. So I've seen hundreds of grows so many in especially the last five six seven years where before that i must i may have seen 12 you know so just exposure to all these other grows as well in different environments you know i travel a little bit to different environments and i see completely different pathogens or at least the expressions are look totally different in say a high humidity environment colorado is so dry so like i go to like in puerto rico it couldn't have been more different all right let me let these guys we got yeah. two guys yeah so what's your so what in, in, what's you guys are in uh, Philly? What's like what, what I was asking earlier as far as like, since it's only medical, um, is 
like you guys are just starting right now. Are you guys feeling like you're late to the to the punch, or is there like only a few shops that are actually licensed properly, or how's it looking? Oh for, no, man, for Joe Pennsylvania is you know, Pennsylvania is is off and running. I mean, the medical market is really robust and healthy. There's been um, the last steady born. growth since it. Uh, the first sale was about two years ago. Really? In that time, um, yeah, in that. that time, um, it's been steady growth month on month. Um, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but certainly I think the thing that they got right here was just the condition list. So, you know, the, the, the mix of conditions, and then there was a lot of physicians that decided to participate in the program, and that That's really nice. um, just made it, made it, you know, pretty mm. fairly straightforward for folks that, you know, are interested um, to just get involved and honestly come out, you know, just get out of the street and, um, have a place to even just have a community. I mean, out here, it's different in the East, you know? It's like one thing I've always been jealous about in my time, uh, the times I spent in Amsterdam and the times I'd be out West was always the, I apologize for the noise, sorry. Um, the times I was out West was just sort of a part, you know, just having people to talk to yeah. a lot. You know, that was one thing that, that we just never had out here. And so even just having the medical program for two years has been crazy. So many people come out of the woodwork and you start to have a dialogue. Um, so no, I don't think, um, Isolated. Late, you know, late at all. It's, it's, it's uh, um, I think our ability to actually have the TC lab and bring a lot of the heat over time and take care of it, clean it, um, is going to be, you know, a nice option for us. And mm-hmm. I'm just really excited to, to bring a lot of that <laughs> to the market. Frankly, that's just really what I'm most, that's my end game. Um, cool. just keep on going with that. Nice. I love it. I like and, that there's really people stepping it up. <laughs> and then, and then what, what, what size facility you got for growing besides the tissue culture lab? What's your like canopy looking like? In terms of like the like square footage, the size and everything. Yeah, I mean, are you, I mean, grow wise, growing wise, are you doing? Uh, you got you got as far as actual like not besides like tissue culture sort of side. I'm talking like you guys. Are have, you growing? Are you, you growing? Oh, like the grow style. Yeah. yeah. No, are are you yeah, growing yeah. in your facility? What's your can? What size your canopy? What you grow? How much you veg? How <laughs> yeah, much you flower? Talk uh, to me. What's your canopy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah, dude, we are growing. It's a very small footprint right now. Um, Gosh, off the top of my head, I don't know because we have three phases of the facility, and the probably phase one is, thousand a, is a, yeah something like that, probably something like that in phase one because it's you know the electricity upgrades we had to go through for this building uh, oh, yeah. such a long lead time that we had to like kind of partition it in a way that we were maximizing the juice that we had, um, and you know kind of being able with providing all the things we knew we needed, like we knew we needed. Um, you know, a really good temporary TC lab that could get a lot across the water for a few, you know, for a year until the phase two was done and we got the Ferrari, as Justin put it. Um, so once we knew we had that, and then it was just a function of programming from there, making sure you had the right mom space, veg space, and everything's programmed to hit those flower rooms right so that, you know, you can stay on track and hit your, hit your right. target. So this is a smaller footprint. Um, phase two and phase three, gosh, man, I, gosh, I wish, I wish our cultivators phase on the phone. Phase two is about... Just, is yeah. everything you're growing I mean, some form of R&D? Say that again. Is everything you're growing some form of R and D? Like, is it is it for commercial commercial consumption? Are you running different metrics on these uh, on these grows? Like specifically, like trying out different things, like out of the culture. Like, just 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 curious. Like, uh, with 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 uh, those abilities, I'm curious if there's any different procedures that would be like versus uh, what I would call a regular grow that doesn't have any sort of tissue culture. And then also the mines that how do you have to tag? How do you have the tag system work on that? Oh yeah, curious about that. Yeah, I mean the, I mean in terms of how, I mean, what you doing with your square system. foot? 
Say that again. So what what are you doing? What's like what's your what is your process? So you're growing out of culture, and then you go into veg, right? Well, so also that'll be the also the also it's a little bit of a longer term process. So and this is where Justin, don't let me speak out of school, but mainly, I mean, what we're doing right now is we're in the process of intaking everything through tissue culture, making sure we have the right number of backups to that to that variety, <laughs> okay, and that it is right. also subsequently clean. So we don't want to push it. So storage of the varieties. So storage yeah. of the varieties right priority. Now, okay. Right now, storage of the varieties and verification of cleanliness, which gotcha. we will know very soon on our first push of, of, gotcha. of varieties that we did not grow from seeds. So this is right. stuff that, you know, or either, you know. He was saying that in the beginning. Stuff, I forgot. You know, yeah. All that. <laughs> okay, so, cool. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I'm, so gras- then, I'm grasping yeah. it now. I'm grasping it now. Okay, very yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Very cool. I like it. And then that process takes a little bit of time. So right now, we're doing, we got a traditional. We have ways. So we'll basically, we'll do traditional right now. Um, the sort of tried and true everybody's familiar with, you know, we'll have a, we have a, we have a nice mom room. Um, we'll take pots from there, push them off into veg. And, you know, I think we're a little bit ahead of the curve, but, but we'll, we're going to start pushing, um, some healthy moms out of PC effectively. So I think that where Justin's sort of team is right now, um, on our trajectory is, you know, when I said ahead of schedule, that's what I was referencing. You know, I think we have the ability to sort of run some of the cuts that we didn't anticipate being able to run this soon because, um, you know, they're coming across, and we know they're clean, um, and they're doing so well in culture, frankly, growing so fast that we're like, whoa, we're ahead of schedule. Let's get those into the mom room and start taking cuts and running. So, um, yeah, that's sort of like sort of like doing the two-step dance, you know, um, depending on how, how fast things are pushing in culture and how certain, you know, varieties are responding to the treatment, you know, and the different recipes that Justin has, um, you know, that's really, you know, that response sort of triggers what our strategy ends up being. But we have the ability to totally go traditional as well and that was really uh, the bulk of how we started you know okay. yeah team has been working with TC, so. yeah just be easier pragmatic it's interesting when like. we have new markets because it's like they, everybody has a little bit more to work with and you can see like you think about the original runs people doing here and how like it was just a transition from the way we used to do stuff to it's like so trying to like it's a, so many transitions it's like five legit transitions well like like oh nine like, like how many you know air cooled light rooms you walked into <laughs> and we're like yeah you haven't quite got there yet you're you're definitely still just rocking the 2009 I remember sort the of first <laughs> commercial room i was involved with was 30 lights and we were like this is the biggest grow room we've ever seen like it was so crazy big it was 30 lights dude yeah one break we uh it was our minds right. were blown and that that happened not that long ago you know and like no and that's come, the thing come is, a long that's way. why i was saying people get real spoiled each, fast each, uh, one of my brothers plugged into a one uh a 120 or one, like one, it had its own timer because <laughs> uh we couldn't run well, so saying, people get spoiled real fast <laughs> when it comes to everything whether it be like extracts whether it become to, you know, growing techniques, like now all of a sudden it's like, you know, people forget the days when we were still in that phase where it was like almost like we people couldn't get out of it, get out of the old school sort of way of growing. And then now what, it's What like, do you mean? What do you consider old school? Like the basement style? Yeah. 12 exactly. light or less kind of pot, big, nine pots, yeah, seven just, pots. Just or, thinking that, not thinking big enough. And then all of a sudden, like, like people, I've gone to so many set- setups where they'll have a huge HVAC, 
and yet they have all these air-cooled lights, and they're not thinking about right. playing the dance they of, don't like, see the picture. Hey, they don't see the you big know, you picture. you got an HVAC that can handle this, actually, if you right. fucking open lists. I'm open bulbs here. And there was a moment in time before... Uh, and by the way, don't air-cool your lights because your bulbs don't run at their full temperature, so they don't put out all the humol, and so your lights run a lot more uh, dim if you air-cool them. Yeah, and they break earlier. And and it's just better to uh, have the open heat and then, um, yeah, HVAC or pull the air out. Yeah, and so in the be- in the beginning, like I remember when adjuster wings were like the shit. <laughs> remember that time period? Yeah, when, like, they were the only solid year. They were the 2013. Well, yeah, up, they, but up, they were good in Europe the, for a while before that. That's the thing. And so I was using them in the. I know people still use them because the effectiveness, but not all. They made a lot of knockoff models, but there are a few of the original ones that yeah, are still like. Uh, so I can try to. I know people that use them sorry, vertical. Thanks. Okay, here. You know, like vertical? Yeah. Oh, it's that far, yeah. What's that now? Sorry, guys. That's okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. I had to jump in the list. <laughs> it's all right. No, it's all right. Um, one thing I was going to say, though, coming up from earlier is, so phase one was really about getting um, as many really awesome genetics in there as possible and then making sure they're clean, which, uh, I mean, we're there, like Joe was saying. So um, phase two, once phase two goes live and everything's cooking and going good, uh, I actually talking with Joe and um, Nelson, who's the one of the cultivation leads, um, we plan on doing a lot of research and development in phase one using that area to awesome. kind of develop uh, better morphology, doing light spectrum yeah. analysis and you know messing with everything we really can think of to try to develop a lot of that data like talking about yeah hey it's crazy how you can change plant, stuff you know, with, we, with that like oh, so yeah. much with light and and more than any temperatures but light I leds man that certain spectrums it's amazing how much shorter they make certain plants change the internet yeah, I mean, space mainly you got so like the cryptochrome and the phytochrome in the plant right which is the blue and red so red right. phytochrome picks up on the red it can you know it helps uh, with early flowering if you want or putting it to sleep uh the cryptochrome and blue makes it ox dominant uh, produces more oxygen, uh, you know, something more. They, they get in the morning, starts waking them up, pushes that um, a stomata open, mm. things like that. So gonna try to mm. mess it around with, stomata. you know, almost supercharging it, really, and seeing how far we can get the stomata to open without um, having any issues. And now, would it be beneficial to, could it be beneficial to just hit them for, like, an hour before you want to feed them with that particular light spectrum and then go back to what something else that's more just for flower production or something like that since you have the ability with leds now to kind of adjust and maybe there's a way to set set those two parameters for so like just like say you know you're gonna because that's the thing is when you feed plants at the wrong time with the foliar it don't do shit like the plants don't even fucking take it in you know what i mean and you hit them at the right time and all of a sudden you're like i feel like uh, it's like b vitamins i think like only three percent of its use and i usually only do it by like the first hour when they come on when they when they first come on i'll hit them with a foliar because i figure that's like when they're it got I figure that's when the stomata open the most. But I say when in doubt, don't foliar and learn about it, and then foliar when you know you're supposed to. Oh, definitely. But yeah, I, I tell people stay away from it unless they really actually you know gotta, why you they're doing it. You gotta only add it after you know. Yes. Although kelp, almost any time, can't hurt it. Just you know, turn it. If you like kelp. But tell yeah, do you think you can do that though? Can you uh, just adjust stomata that that? Can you control it that tightly? You think or within a few hours, or does it take? Is it? Is it a no, you can absolutely control this about oh. I mean, uh, vapor pressure deficit is a huge way of doing it. Uh, turtle pressure, right? So mm-hmm. depending on 
how much trigger pressure you're pushing at the base. You know, say you're going hydrobox a little harder, but um, you know, you control the water content in the media. That's another way to control Simonum. So you can totally manipulate the plant. So what would you yeah. say the difference might be between... I was just wondering if you could do it in layman terms. I was just gonna say if you could do it light, because he could just like literally say, "I'm going in there at 9:30, and I want that bitch ready to fucking yeah. receive it." You know? What yeah. I mean? Yeah. So that, that's where you're gonna have a, a mostly blue or all blue dominant uh, spectrum. Morning. That's when you know, kind of. Yeah, morning. Exactly. Waking up. Mm-hmm. The monitor starts opening. They're stretching. They start pushing up. And what, what kind of period? What kind of time uh, period do they use this uh, before, like, before they don't want primarily blue? Like an hour, two hours? Uh, so, so, I mean, this is something that, again, can be, you know, dependent. Let's say, let's say VPDs, okay, all things being um, median. So your vapor pressure deficit uh, is is acceptable levels, not too low, not too high. CO2 is medium. Vigor is medium. You know, given all those things, just kind of middle of the road. Yeah, I mean, the blue is still, like, maybe you probably want to wake them up for about an hour. And then, so the plants, uh, as far as all the research I can find, um, the plants don't absorb blue as efficiently as red. Mm-hmm. So right. you will get a certain amount of absorption, but then when they're ready, the stomata's open to start photosynthesizing as much as possible uh, to maximize that. And that's when you start kicking the red in and increasing it as much as possible. So a ballpark start so at it. I so mean, like, luckily, so it's, it's in a natural cycle. It's like, hey, yeah, so that's just, exactly what I fucking do, just without you, knowing what I'm doing. If you had the option... <laughs> Just like a ballpark, just to, to, to start, you know, uh, investigating how these might affect your plants. Would it be good, we'd say, turn blue lights on primarily first hour and then put on all uh, lights yeah. uh, or at least orange lights after? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And I'm working with a company right now where I can control four different spectrums of diodes and we're doing kind of a recipe change throughout the day uh, awesome. along with intensity. Awesome. So this is something we're trying to find. Okay, is this uh, worth our time? Is it something that doesn't matter as much? Sure. So we're getting some answers. Actually, it's pretty neat what we're seeing. So, so I have a question. I mean, so we I, I a, think these plants evolved outdoors I, for how long? You know, so. Until now. Uh, I don't know. They keep finding the older plants. So uh, it's just this plant keeps going back millions. I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know any good sources. I mean, the guy was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Millions since, of years. Four since, million years or something like that? Yeah, at least millions. Oh, four million. they, they're four they're million. finding it though like like um in overt like like agriculture form though, like it seems like that far back. It's crazy. It's uh it seems like it's been an integral part of uh, our evolution. In at least uh on the periphery. But uh Yeah. Man, we have learned a lot of stuff. <laughs> have we now? Yeah, I don't oh, know. I don't know. We have heard a lot of information. Or did we just go further down the rabbit hole? <laughs> yeah, we usually. Well, just, no, 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 no. Just in general, style. no. Over the last like couple hours, like there's been a lot of yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it really, really is interesting. So, uh, just a couple quick. I know it's fall. So, let's say you have a room that's a little cold at night, uh, no CO two, uh, blue light. Would you go as far as two hours to wake the? I, I, I hate to use this term, wake them up, but. Until they're uh, opened up, or it, not necessary, just an hour is plenty, and then go ahead and switch over to the full spectrums or to the orange? Uh, I mean, there's so many variables involved in that. I, that's something I'd have to start kind of trialing and dialing in. Okay. I couldn't say there's just one answer for that one. Cool. Yeah. Cool. As all as all cannabis things. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's fun when you yeah, when you try to explain to people, like, like 
just the, the variables within everything and it doesn't matter what what style of growing it is it's it's really like you got to like just let them run with it for a while and then if you come back like a couple months later and they've really been like you can see they're in the beginning they're they're just trying to do what you said to do but at the same time you might have said what to do when you were there but it changes you know what i mean with the seasons with the time right. so they're like right. and then they tell you but it's great when they come back and they're like dude i watered it like twice as much as you said and it fucking they look better and i'm like see there you go thank god you didn't just listen to me and not fucking even look at the plant so like adapt sops and things like that can be great if they're you know it's easy with like hydro and with plants that you can kind of like weigh weigh them on a fucking scale if you whatever you're gonna do to figure out but when it comes to organic farming it's fucking like a lot of it's a lot of hands-on and just be, being able to fucking yeah that's a whole other yeah that's soils a whole soil is different uh it, it I, I love it. Um, I love both. There's just lots of different reasons. But uh, I enjoy the feel, getting the feel of the soil and, like, knowing when to water and, you know, put a little top feed in there. Like, I just, yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's, it's fun for me. I, I think I'll always have my hands a little dirty. Even if I had, like, all hydro stuff, I think I have a little bit of soil going. Yeah. So, uh, Two's crying. He wants to get on the show. So. He's so that's, dude, <laughs> He's he already hit me up. He already uh, put on my Facebook. He's like, "I'm coming on your show. I'm calling I in." I know. I was like, "You mother!" <laughs> but when he comes on, it's just it, it, the show's over. That's the only thing I was gonna say. Yeah. Let's get. And it. I say, I say, we do a follow up, honestly, on some of the stuff like that you wanted to talk about. And I think maybe I can give you guys some some data, you know, on some of these questions you're asking, and maybe we can show some yeah, of the kind drop, of more scaled TC labs. And the one thing I was gonna say, kind of before I think I go is the main problem I see, so there's a lot of really large-scale culture labs, but for cannabis, there's not a lot of technicians that are uh, well-versed in the morphology of cannabis, so they have no idea what to look for. Right. So I'd say the real inhibiting factor now is even if you have all the answers, it's a matter of having qualified technicians. The anecdotal observations. Essentially. As well. Yeah, it's... it's it's huge. I've worked with a lot of ag people, and, and a lot of them just simply have not worked with a plant enough to just simply had enough anecdotal observation where it's just such a different plant where uh, yeah, you, have to, yeah. you have to have it. And it's, and it's totally. a plant that adapts quickly to its surroundings no matter where it is. So if you're, like, talking about your version of something doesn't always translate you know? i mean it's like i mean, yeah. you really have to like understand yeah. that and then like if you go down the care like when i was in the caribbean and i saw stuff that people had grown that was killer but it just depended what side of the island they lived on if it dried well you know what i mean yeah, like some totally. of the shit was like shit could have been good it just kind of like oh this you're on the wrong Which, side I mean, of the you island end up your wet. best drain might be the one that dries the best through that process or like this one is durable through the drying or, process so or we, some, we love this drain you know what I mean? yeah exactly like and it was golden goat it was funny because when I was on uh, St. Croix, I was hanging out with one of the Rastas there, and he was, like, showing me the best weed on the uh, island, and it was a Stinky OG. Pinky. And I was all, Basically well, that's a strain I put out in 1995, short. right? And the guys were, like, tripping out. You know, they were like, holy shit. You know, there just happened to be something that worked for that island, and it became the most famous weed on the, on the island. You know, so, so it's always funny. Uh, so, yeah, definitely we will do a follow-up. I wanted to... Uh, uh, also with Joe, so we have to have Joe. We have to have y'all on. We'll just do a. We'll do a. We we, we talked about doing a, a individual show a while ago, and we never did it. So we'll definitely try to make that happen. And I think we'll have some results in the near future anyway. To be that was kind of the idea to get some uh, some things cleaned up on the side and make sure to see if we can happen. Uh, you know, 
finally put put the you know rubber to the road and fucking <laughs> see a plan because that was one of those deals back in the day when I talked about tissue culture. I like the people that I talked to only got it to Callis and never really like got a plant. You know what I mean? It was always just like a big dream. Like <clears> I know pipe, people that like, can do it, but then aren't. I wouldn't say are doing it like a pipe dream. They're not like they're not all in on it in some way. They're they're more on doing it in the periphery and playing with it and trying it. Um, but well, it's, I, I it's, haven't. It's the sexiest sounding thing in cannabis, but it's probably not that sexy when you guys get down and do, down to fucking yeah, it's do it. It's probably a lot of work. <laughs> it's probably a lot of work. It sounds really boring. Really sounds awful. Sounds like awesome. I'd like want to come I mean, in like once a month for like just like hey, tell me in five minutes what's up. Dude, you just gotta. From what I've seen from the team, they just got. They put on music. You just got to get in your zone and go. You know, I guess it's you like got to roll. Got to yeah. find your grind. It's like I mean, it's like it's, it's like a similar cultivation grind. Like on the cultivation grind, you just get on your grind and roll. Yeah, I feel and it. it's like a different. Totally. It's a different detail, but it's the same kind of thing. You know, you just get focused. and It's like all right, sure. rock. Find your zone. Find your flow. Clicking a lot of little pen things and click, 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 click. Like, that's all <laughs> yeah. I ever, ever imagine is. Just pick up petri dishes and, and you kind of click shit. Well, there's click so many different personalities. <laughs> there's so many different personalities. Some fit for just certain environments, just like growers. It's such a specific personality. I'm sure it's a very interesting. Oh, lab techs are. When the people lab- find a certain thing, like I love this place. Like it's perfect for me. Like really? You're like yeah. This, La- is, this like is what I prefer. La- like lab techs are a little bit like electricians. You know what I mean in their minds. And like when you when you deal with them, because you have dealt with so many electricians that are like, just kind of like. I don't know how you have fun doing this, but whatever. <laughs> right? Yeah, this is you what know. you want to do. I'm, I'm paying them. Exactly. I, I pay them for it, and then in the my end, my friend who's an amazing plumber loves plumbing, and he's amazing at it. It's just like great. I was I think, like, I couldn't. But see. it's about getting in your zone and, and knowing what you like, and, and, or, yeah. and that and that's the great part about it is that it's like. Uh, I think anybody who gets into tissue culture now is going to have a good future. Yeah, yeah, cannabis is only going to expand, and it's going to become bigger and more uh, accepted and more required. Almost, it's almost going to become like a yeah. like what like we were saying earlier. It'd be like, what you don't have it's not tissue culture. Forget yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. I ain't buying that shit. It's going to be like I mean? a two week so, flip for it. <laughs> well, also, I believe the the information you're learning at this point, you're in an arc where others are in also. But if I feel like others fall behind, then now they're going to be dependent on you with the information that you gather and all the different things that you learn, the nuances of all these. Well, I think the styles, everyone's the building got, blocks when it comes it. to like that kind of stuff, you know, it still comes down to like success rates. And those are like all based on, on just fucking like some people just have it dialed in where they can just like, you know, it's like you watch those videos, you ever watch those videos where there's like workers in China or something and they're just doing crazy shit repetitively over and over again. And you're like, Oh my yeah, God, like that big, guy just cut like 400 things in a row. Like, like a robot, you know what I mean? But in a way, when you're doing like repetitive motion, repetitive kind of jobs over and over again, you get so good at it that you can just do it literally like fucking, and I think cloning's been like that, even regular cloning, yeah. people get scared and then Dude. you're like, I just go like, yeah, right. I come over to my house every single well, time. Yeah. Growing so hard, so different and skills. And when you're doing it at a microscopic level, you get even more freaked out. So <laughs> yeah. these guys are like under the hood with their scalpels. <laughs> is it does it get kind of hairy in there like are, are, can you fuck it up if you're a little bit off oh fuck yeah like like you guys go in there like i mean like are, are you really like a little bit nervous like ah oh, jesus like is it really that on edge when you're in there uh when you're doing maristem culture for sure like you yeah. can fuck it up really easy you awesome. get one chance <laughs> at basically cutting why, it's like star Maristim wars every time they, bro okay it's like it's like killing the Death Star, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah right, I got you. And you get one shot yeah. every time. Killing so, the do you use the force, or you just use like lo- everything you've learned up to now, just by observation? <laughs> I think experience, honestly, and just kind of like being patient. It's yeah. about timing it, and so because like, what, what does that mean? Timing blades that are 
Timing, so your blade's shaking. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. I mean, I can see a dull wow, blade tip on something otherwise people would think is an extremely sharp scalpel. That's the size of the stuff we're doing sometimes. Okay. And so if you – so we use multiple blades throughout uh, excision, and you want to cut out the vascular tissue, then you move on to non-vascular with a new blade, and then you move on from there. You take your final cut uh-huh. with a brand-new clean – sterile blade and you have to cut under and pull out at the same time and then get that onto a petri dish in an environment that has air blowing on it Hot so, it's that's a, so it's surgery difficult that's process. that's surgery yeah it's totally surgery that's absolutely dope. it's real surgery i mean <laughs> that's so you know cool. honestly i could say that wow we have to have we have to have more study hands than traditional surgeons you know yeah, this is way more technical than i realized way wow. more technical oh yeah yeah, you're yeah, like, and, you're and, like you 45 know, degree angle sounds I, way easier. Just like, it's 45 degree I, angle, bro. More than I thought. You had me at incision. When I first started doing this, <laughs> when I first started doing this it was like, That's you know, I, I just, I took practice, 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 and yeah. now it's like real easy, but... Um, that's because the amount of pra- the amount well, of good practice. You, you have know? a you have a career. Um, you can become a pre- you can become a, a rabbi, and you could do circumcisions, and they'll be like, "Dude, I I have done Maristan. Bat a thousand. <laughs> Don't you yeah, haven't lost one kid. <laughs> Don't you worry about your kid. I could do Maristems. You know." Hey. Hey. They used to bite it off. All right, we're going to have to run because we got to <laughs> do our sponsor, and we got fucking two, go. and yes, so we're, we're, and we're an hour late. So thanks for rolling through and all the knowledge. Thanks, thanks guys. Uh, for Share. Yeah, also giving us a show idea for the near future, so we'll definitely get you guys on. Uh, and we'll also, like I said, we'll, we'll, uh, hopefully we'll have some uh, fresh some fresh you know tc plants to look at and be like holy fuck so yeah let's talk in the near future guys yeah definitely thanks for having us i appreciate it any you know as we move through the process and see more of how you know how fast things are coming out of the lab and and how the the clean cuts are you know making their way to production you know i'm happy to keep you guys informed and Continue to talk, Adam. Thanks for having us on. I appreciate the time, man. You, you got an email. You got a uh, like a like Instagram. Yeah, or Joe. How do we follow what you're doing? You got something? Uh, you know what? The our Instagram um, at Mitri Meds M A I T R I M E D S. Um, check it out. Mitri Genetics is the other side of that, but the IG is not quite there yet. So go gotcha. to that handle, and and you'll see everything we we're starting to do from there. Awesome, sweet, and uh, Justin. And what you doing? You, hey. uh, right now it's. DSG underscore labs. Uh, and I started a new one. I'm going to actually go with a new official name of Apical Biotech. A- so that's also my other. It's Apical Biotech. Will you, we, we had a little other noise in there. Would you want to say that the first one again? It seems like we're in a restaurant. <laughs> Which one? The first one is. Yeah. DSG Labs. DSG Labs. Okay, cool. Yep, DSG. No underscore. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for calling in, and uh, we'll get you guys on near the future. And don't get any viruses yeah, while you're out there. Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> don't t- <laughs> don't wash, your hands. wash your hands. Wash 20 your hands. 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Happy birthday. See twice. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Later. Okay. Talk to you guys later. All right. Thanks, guys. Later. Thanks. See you, guys. Peace. All right. So we got two crying. We got to do our shout-outs. We got uh, Dave's behind the fucking thing, so I can't see him. He's on the phone. He's got a phone number on his face. He's not here, man. Dave's not here, bro. I'm right here. 
He's a Davis yeah. here, man. Uh, so shall we do shout outs right now and then bring two in? Cause he'll just fucking ramp all over okay. all of our shit. So oh two, my God. The we're two calling, storm. We're calling you up right at the end. What's his, two. what's his state? We're going to, we're going to hype state? you up last. Mr. Where's he at? Cause out of the gate, <laughs> out of the gate. Well, let's do him last. Cause he'll just, he's going to ramp it's us up. It's a two storm. It's, it's a two storm. Exactly. New millennium. You're going to be pulling up the things or you got nothing. No, we got nothing. Okay. I use new, new millennium in all of my projects. Do you know? I do, actually, yes. Oh, well, there you go. See, so didn't even have to, like... I actually had those guys over on. there at the our, our place. We were showing them all kinds of seed-making stuff. And well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, we were, just ta- like we were when talking we had Gabe, Just like when we had Gabe on here, the reality is guys who run facilities run New Millennium. They love it. It's got... I mean, Gabe... Yeah, we're well over a year into using it everywhere. Nice. Yeah, I'm yeah. on, like, three years with it, and I love it, and I use it. I let my mom. My mom loves it because she she's just like, oh, it's easy. I actually get to talk to them too about it. So like, really like talk about potentially customizing things, and they like throw me some cool Ooh, stuff, and special bacterias and fun things. Well, that's what I like about like them is that they're they're real growers. Uh, yeah, yeah. The main guys behind and they're are, curious are, still, and they're are, trying to like get better all the time too. Well, the, the main guys that are like behind the whole formula are some of the oldest old school guys, oh, and they've been doing it forever, knowing this industry yeah. inside and out. Know every know well, all the bullshit in the nutrient the, game. The people that matter, the people actually formulating it. Yeah, they they have they been around the since the beginning of cannabis nutrients was made. Period. One hundred percent. They were part of the original project. And if you go to newmillenniumnutrients.com, you go to you put in the you tell them you want the done deal. They'll send you a sample of either if you want some frost. I think frost right now is your big hot product, and they're pushing that out. And it's so it's hot the, right now. It, it is so hot. It's the so uh, Hansel. It's the uh, the gateway jug. That's their new hype. <laughs> That's their new hype. It's killer. I like it. Here's so the thing. It's it the my, first. I, I laughed and I thought it was stupid, but it's like it made me laugh, so it, it worked. And it I'll is. always remember that that, that now too. So and the like gateway jug, I think, can be yours uh, if you go good. done deal at newmillenniumnutrients.com. The gateway jug. And they are killing it. Yeah. Uh, We're getting that. Yeah, no, that's the shit. Um, speaking uh, of the shit, are it's like so cheesy, but it are works. not the shit flavor <laughs> killer products. Consist most Every consistent. Incredible uh, edibles. We were supposed to have. We should have had Bob here. Bob would have been here. He'll be on next week. Okay, so Thank the, God. The, the virus will have grown bigger, and he'll be even more on point. Viral. Now he's ready. Well, to yeah. yeah. If it scares you anymore, he had to go to the airport today to pick up his daughter, who was flying in from Oregon. You so pick him up at the park. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Self quarantine. <laughs> Self-quarantine. It's the whoops. We're all dead. It's the whoops. Just bro. know that most people are going to get it, so just try not to get it when everyone else is getting it. And uh, don't. there's a big difference yeah. between preparation and worrying. You don't have to worry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just, don't, don't just even start. Prepare. Don't even worry about it. That's we it. Don't have, we're talking about plant viruses here. Now. We don't move yeah. beyond What are you that. talking about? I'm talking about Incredibles Edibles because they're the uh, shit, yeah. and these guys are sponsoring our show, and we love them. It's good thing to talk about them. Then. And luckily, luckily, also, they are really legit. luckily, they're the fucking the shit. And everybody knows it, really and are. you don't have to worry. If you have any uh, desire to get some sort of edibles, you want to pick these ones up because they're going to be made properly, consistent. Any? Flavors are going to be on point, and they on to- on top of that, sure. they have a whole CBD line which is coming out, which is called Dave. You're oh, just moment uh, to shine. Come on, this is it. Yeah, <laughs> you've been eating edibles all day. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh yeah, you ate edibles earlier, didn't he you? Ate edibles all day. I, didn't take his first Look at his eye. Look at his eye. Those big bars from them. Oh, we just keep like a little piece off every two hours. It's so easy to just yeah. do. Pure, Next thing, like right? wait, over twenty four hours. Sorry. What is it? I'm pretty sure it's True Pura. Okay, right? True Pura. That's the new CBD line from Incredibles. 
and they're going to have a done deal, 25% off, I think, from us or something like that. Yep. And if they Ooh. 20%. Well, maybe 25. 3%, but it's worth it. No, no. It's high up there. Um, <laughs> keep an eye out for that. That's going to be real soon, I think. That's like dropping at the end of the month or something like that. Or something. April 1st. I think it's going to be beginning of April. Production assistant next week. Oh, good. So uh, you go to iloveincredibles.com. Check out the store finder. Check out the, the what else they got on there? Storefinder and something. They got education, brands, yeah, they got some their work. events. Products. Oh, yeah, events. Yes, you can go to there. They have yeah. openings all over the fucking place. Da- David Chang will be there. And they have all their social media on the top there. Yeah. David Chang. David, whatever. They're all the same. Is it Stephen Chang? It's Stephen Chang. Oh, he yes. is their director of national director of sales or brand development. And names really matter. Cool guy. You should follow him on Instagram. He's an awesome guy, though. Yes, for sure. So anyway, he'll be at all the openings, or he mostly is. And... You can also uh, yeah, check out Bob next week live here in the studio. He's going to be going nuts. We should all wear hazmat suits so when he gets there, we'll be like, we'll yeah, all paranoid out. Just get some. We'll put him in a little fucking. Like cool. I can you put him in gas masks now. You no, know? I'll put him in a little get like some, just clear tent thing and we'll just have him by himself. It. He can be in his own little tent. Like industrial, isolated. you know, EDM. Are you coming masks? next day? Are you coming, are you coming next Where week? Where am I going? Not Me? you. Oh, I'm not coming. Yeah, we canceled Spain. Are you scared? We canceled Spain. I did, too. We all did. Oh. We'll talk about it at the end. All right. So, That's next. Nice. Uh-oh. Build a soil. Fuck yeah. Jeremy. Love uh, you, too, Jeremy. Talked to him today. Finally, he just came back into town. So, he uh, talked to him. He'll be around. I'm wearing the build a soil shirt. Oh, shit. Nice. Look at you. Ooh, you build a belly. Yeah, build a belly. Good job. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you see what he did there? E- what a dick. Yeah, so, dick. so uh, <laughs> build a soil though. If you if you don't know them and, and you're into the that growing no-till burst. or uh, organic growing, you want to go to their website, check out no uh, buildasoil.com or go to the if you if you don't have a phone if you don't like down to phone you don't have a computer you're like eight five five eight seven seven soil call them say what up I need that done deal uh, when you're checking done deal. when you're checking out yeah, done yeah, deel yeah, on yeah. everything of God. course it's how it rolls I, I get it I've probably it heard it before I just forgot you forgot. Yeah, it's okay. They're, they're, they last forever. I'll forget forever. again. Next they time, last, I'm like the done deal. That's <laughs> just they last yeah. forever. See, it's affecting him right now. He's being affected by the done deal. I am. This is what highly happens. affected. Dude, this I is like I like good marketing ideas. This you is what you happens. always have cherries. You always got some good ones. So uh, you go to Your build a soil. Good. You check out their you check out their IPM program. You check out their soil program. Oh, the best news though. I don't know if I'm even allowed to say it. No, never mind. I can't say nothing. I can't. I will let him say it all. That's like the I know. I heard something. They're they're about to blow up. Their NDA. I, yeah, I realized yeah, as I was saying, I was like, no way, he's got to say it. I'm going to get him on the show. But he gave me some good news. <laughs> that was a good teaser. Things, things that they've been really waiting good. for forever <laughs> to make everyone's life easier more. are there. So we'll have Jeremy on the show soon to tell us the good news. Forget about it. Nothing happened. Nothing's, nothing to see here. Uh, speaking of nothing to see here. Green Farms. Oh, we always nothing to say right here. Greenfarmsbed.com. You got it? You nailed it? Dude, he got it. Greenfarmsbed.com. Wow, through all that through those edibles, your eyes are so look at him. He's so high right now. I'm not not. It's so so fun to watch. Um Greenfarms.co, if you are in Colorado Springs and you want to grow some of that no-till, growing with all of Jeremy, every single one of Jeremy's products are in those pro- into those plants. So he's, he's one of the... I used his products for about a year. It was always awesome, and I learned yeah. a lot about mixing soils, too. It was oh, really yeah. good. He's the man. Really, really good. Um, so you got uh, the only real place I know in Colorado that actually has no-till grown cannabis. Uh, Where? 
that card Green Colorado Farms. Springs. Green Farms in uh, Colorado Springs. Exactly. Huh. Green Farms. Dot com. No, Green Farms dot com. What does it tell me? I don't Green know. Farms Med. Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck. They changed their website like three. They changed their name three times. It killed us. And it was uh, like, there's like nine words in all of Canada. Uh, yeah. Colorado. There's a lot of green. Red, green, green Cross. Throw the word Cross in there. And, uh, but uh, and you can also go there's to also Green Farms, farms feed, feed and Seed. And seed. In Louisville. Yes, oh, God, my brain there. quit halfway They carry all the New Millennium's products. Not New Millennium's. They carry all of Build the Soils, you stoned motherfucker. Build the Soil. Uh, but soon we'll be carrying all I think they might have New, new Millennium on the shelf, too, because they, they don't sell just... But they do sell all of Build... Not all, but they sell a lot of Build the Soil stuff. So they have a, one of the only shops that actually can pick up all that. At. Very cross-promoting, guys. That's how our people work. Uh, it's a total package. 14-er. Oh yeah, slip that one in there since you're you're the you're the. Wait. He's like throwing that in there, just fucking what? us up. That's you not the order. I know. Listen to him. Fourteener. He's like fourteener. Well, you didn't give us much time because uh, next is uh, extra craft. No. 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 We were supposed to be there this week. Oh, treasure! Yeah. Shit. Treasure. What's up? Treasure. Ah, uh, we should have been there like. The day after the two days, three days. Trejon. It's in the Trejon underscore BCN on Instagram. In Barcelona, Killer Club in Barcelona. If you are there for the, uh, if you are there for disco, the disco, yes, I, yes, I'm not going to call it Barca disco. Corona because that would be disco, mean. Disco, but yes, yes, disco, you know, disco. It's uh, okay, Spanibus week, and every hopefully time. it's going to happen. I don't know. We're, we haven't really got the full word. We're not going. You're not going. I'm not going. There's a lot of people I know aren't going, but there's a lot of people who are going. So if you are and you uh, want to get into one of the best clubs in town, go to Treasure. <laughs> Just get in a cab. Throw you know, Look up your address on the thing. Get in a cab. Boom. Get you over there. When you get to the door, you just hit the button. The door opens up. You talk to the nice lady there, and you say, "Hey, lady, I'm here for the freaking." <laughs> and she loves deal. Jerry Lewis, so <laughs> she'll, she'll get it. She'll deal. get it. <laughs> I need a hey, lady over here. <laughs> and so then you're uh, you get that done deal, which is about a thirty euro discount right out of the gate because everywhere else you go, you're paying thirty bucks on the first visit. Plus, so he's got killer weed nice. on site. Got killer people working there. Got good music. Got great art. And it's that week where everyone's going to be like, where do I go? What do I do? This is your done deal. Moment. Well, wait a minute, Adam. Yes. If, you're t- if we're talking about Treasure and yes. there are going to be people going to Barcelona, there. M- maybe it would be prudent to read the the uh, tips they sent out if you're going to attend Spence Cases in Barcelona doubled today, by the way. Who, they to put 600. out tips? Treasure yeah, did? you want to hear it? Treasure did? Said don't go, don't Same. go. No, no, no. Dude, they this doubled is... the 500 cases today, by the way. You could go to that Coronavirus Live. Okay, we're not same. This is from Spanibus. Frequently clear your hands while using an alcohol-based soap or water. I, I did see that. Before. Right? Dude, they try to extort me. Just listen. Wait. It goes on and Today? on and on and on and on. Today. And then it says, if you cough, cover your mouth and nose or hand with your hand or a tissue. Throw the tissue away immediately. And then, it right after that, it says, what you should avoid People coughing or sneezing or showing signs of being sick. It's thirty thousand so, people. No one's, yeah. no one's going. Yeah. Look, they told there, us there we can't go next year. Going. If look, we said we we're gonna cancel, they said don't cancel, don't just don't show up. And they're like, or, or you can't come next year. I'm like fuck you, we're canceling. Just so you know, fuck. Like, we're not gonna play some fucked up game, some no. passive aggressive, because they want to say that it's actually still going. 
So they didn't want us to officially cancel. I'm like, no, we're officially canceling. They're like, we're not giving you money back. I'm like, we already know that. It's like, and you can't come next year. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. I don't want to go to your fucking thing next year. They were literally ex- they were extorting the people us. People at Spanibus today. When you send me an email to today, because we have a big booth there. All right, all right, we're gonna divert. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We gotta keep rolling. Gotta keep rolling. Yeah, yeah. They, we will talk yeah, yeah. Spanibus politics. That's worse. Okay, but yeah. in general, if you are going, you want to go to Treasure. Don't worry. Spanibus probably. So yeah, I can't go next year. Now. Probably will get. Can- he won't be there ever he won't again. Be there ever again. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 he's I don't even go. I don't care. I don't he, go. With him. He's, I'm, he's I'm a dad. I, I don't go anywhere. But. I mean, go I, there, get the treasure deal, and tell him you want the done deal. Cause it's ask for Pete, get a free joint. He's he'll be stressed out. Pete's gonna be so he's oh, such yeah. a germaphobe. He's all stressed. He's the out. biggest germaphobe I've ever. He's already in my stressed, life. and he's like gonna be there with the virus. With oh my god, he's gonna be hiding. You won't see. You'll know. Here's the thing: see, a lot no of people are probably gonna have the flu, and not that many people with the virus. And every time someone just sneezes and oh, coughs, yeah. everyone's going ah! I'm like, dude, everyone's smoking. Him, coughs, everyone's Sneezing coughing. is like the new. Everyone's it's, coughing. It's, it's the new that, terrorist thing. Like you could just walk into a place and be well, like, I chew, and everyone like yeah. runs. Oh, and you're like, oh my god! Wipe your nose and do something crazy. Anyway, up the sidewalk. Let's not get different. Let's do it. Let's do Off it. to oh, extract right. the line at Starbucks. Extract, la- extractcraft.com. Extract Built in Longmont, Colorado. Tabletop alcohol extraction that's safe and easy. Three-hour turnaround time. Super uh, just straightforward, and you can make some great tinctures. You can also make non-cannabis-related products with this, which is awesome because you don't need uh, any kind of crazy uh, you know, background in what you're doing. and It's not like you have to sit around and fucking... Study this thing. It's real simple, and it's uh, safe. You can buy the Source, which is the smallest model, or you can buy the Ito, which is the bigger tabletop. Uh, holds up to a pound of uh, extracts. Godzilla. It's beautiful. Uh, you go to extractcraft.com. Tell me what the done deal. You want to order one of those bad boys right right now. Boom. Done. Better deal. yet, order two. Order five. <laughs> order 12. No, but uh, you can definitely get the – you can get your – Money back on any kind. Any that's the beautiful thing about cannabis-related products is a lot of times you, after a year of using this thing, you're just like, dude, I've made this. You know, I've saved my t- and given away so much product to people that would have, you know, would have never had access to it. Okay. You're like all of a sudden you're like, sure, take it. You know, it just becomes like second nature. So, get on that train. We also want to get a bunch of uh, alcohol for that too, which you would go to our other sponsors, which is 420, not 420, but 420 extractor. So Letter O? Letter O. Letter O. Letter O. O. It's not o. the number Capital o. o. Not the number O, which is a zero, which we somehow call O all the time because people have taken that to O. Someone just thinks that's normal. Like, you know, one, Hand two. me a Kleenex. Exactly. I'll tell you, these kids today with these their O's and, their and their zeros, O's they don't even know what's going on. <laughs> go to 420extractor.com. Uh, you can get you know, extracts made here in Col- well, you know, right here in Colorado and uh, designed specifically for extraction. Uh, you can get them here. Like again, here I think they're in the liquor store, man. They're everywhere. You can get the. It's crazy. You can be like, there it is. Four two zero extractor in the liquor store here really? in Colorado. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Made, I totally know what you're talking about. Yeah, made four extractor. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, I never asked what that was for. I just, yeah. If you get one, you might as well get the other. They mm-hmm. go hand in hand. Perfect products. Also, speaking of... All right, DJC's time to shine. Oh, shit. 14 or Boulder, baby. products, we're talking about them. www.14erboulder.com. Go visit them. They're in the 2800 block of Mapleton in Boulder, right across from the YMCA ball fields. I... Listen, 
I, well, let's call it the fourteener test. Go out, find some fire, and compare it to a strain at fourteener, and I really think you will find that you'll like the fourteener strain better. So give them a try. Excellent rosins, live resin, live rosin, live rosin vape cartridges. <laughs> what do you mean? Live rosin, live resin, live resin. Fozzie Bear and Animal are gonna are gonna see us out on our commercials. I know, Jesus. Anyway, are we in there with the done deal yet or not? That's all I want to know. It's coming. Oh uh, no, they they don't have a done deal just the yet. What's wrong with these people? You know, they need the done it's deal. It's coming. It's coming. Well, it better be. They, we will have. I know a done not, deal. Oh, they well, can't do it because they're in Boulder, and Boulder's lame. Yes. There's no deals. How about this? Boulder doesn't allow deals. This is Boulder is so God. Boulder. Boulder. Smolder. It's so it's so Where? Boulder. You have to come up with different words to over describe the, how Boulder. Over, is. over the shoulder Boulder holder is what I'm going for. <laughs> we are working on a done deal. Yes. With apothecary extracts, who carries fourteener products? Oh, good. So we so, will get the little trickle down there going on. Correct. Sweet. Yeah. That will happen. And that's in Denver. But you got to stop by fourteener if you're in Boulder. Look at this. Don't just Come drive past, go in and say hello. Say you heard about him on the Adam Dunn show. Of course. And I think you had one more, didn't you? Or not? You're doing all. Sl- you doing any more slip-ins? Any more slip-ins? Well, you know, the Ruby Pearl Co. guys oh, are going to yep. send us Ruby, some. Ruby Pearls, the Fish yeah. It guys. Don't forget Fish It. They oh, are our next. newest sponsor. That was our next one. Thanks yeah. for, thanks for reminding right. us. Oh, Fish It. Fish It. Have you oh, seen Have yeah. you tried it yet? It's from Rhode Island. Is it a drink? Or no. It's like an IPA? No, or? it's a soil conditioner. It's a fucking booster deal. It's a little you know what I try? What do you try? Whatever they ship me. Okay, well, um, we will get you. We will get you a sample yeah. of the fish shit. I'm sure because it is yeah. it is amazing. It's one of those things where it stinks like a tie. I'm heaven, always willing to try a which product. I, I love stinky products. Like any my, any kind of thing. Ooh, that stinks. That's gonna be good, right? This one stinks hardcore. It's tilapia <laughs> shit, which I was a little bit concerned about because tilapia aren't really it's like, shit fish oh did anybody fucking, did anybody shit? oh speaking of which did anybody some people did send stuff in but we because did? we don't have a live chat right now let's okay. hold off on doing the giveaway until next week let's do that so you did get okay. were they better than mine i don't know i sent we'll one to the what, what's up to our whatsapp chat was it better than mine well it was actual live you can't fucking win man yeah but i i could set the bar high you could set the bar. No, don't set any bar. Let's, Stay let's, away let's from the bar. Let's keep expectations Let medium. Let your fans set the bar. This is mine. This is the... the see, I, I, yeah, we asked that, that works great for radio. Show the person <laughs> sitting next to should you the I, video. Should I send That's this? That's not should, on there. Should I put this on? You're, should I put this up? I don't know. Of course you should. I feel oh, like okay. it's a gem, but like maybe you got to dial in something. Okay, let's do just, this. Let's do this. It's also hard to see what's going on at first. No, no, we're doing it's, this. This is going up. No, this is going up right now. That's Fish now, these are not, none of the fish are hurt, by the way, during this process. No, they're not. And no, this, it's, they're collected with a diaper. They're collected, and this is explained to us. And I, I had to make sure, and I went and documented it. And, yeah, so it's definitely <laughs> that's how they that's how they harvest this stuff. You can go to the fish it episode, which is about four weeks ago, I think, or like that, five weeks ago. Um, it's all a blur. It's all a big blur, exactly. But uh, we had uh, Tom on the show. And it was uh, enlightening. It was, four weeks ago. it was before Indo Expo. Six wasn't weeks it? ago. I don't know. Time yeah. time flies. That was but forever ago. Fucking blur. But he gave me a sample of that shit, and I really that shit, and I fucking noticed it overnight. It's the shit. I was like, bam, like overnight. Like I was in the perfect time too, when it was like the plants were just starting to reach, and I, but it was a good inch 
inch on the plants easily. You know what I mean? And it was all really like that super tender young growth, which you're like, oh, that's the nice shit right there. I like it. So take that um, context. You, <coughs> no, it's really, really good. And uh, we're giving away every month five gallon or uh, five. Was it five liters? Or is it five? Liter of cola? Was it a five liter? Give me my liters of cola. You don't do liter of cola here. Your picture, your picture's up right now. You okay. want a large farva. So that was my attempt at the. Uh, yeah, this is this is this is what we asked for. Don't want but a large farva either. That's what we asked for, but um, we'll see if it's uh, we'll see if it if it's the uh, if someone can do better than that. I hope so because if they can't, then we got some really untalented people out there. <laughs> because I am just fucking doing that on my phone. What's this little picture going up here for? I don't know. He's like taking. I don't know. I hit. You taking button. screenshots of yourself? You think we're gonna? Look no, at I, I. All I see is a green screen for you uh, guys. I was so trying to get it back. Fish shit is uh, out of Rhode Island. Green's a good color for you. My spot. You're good. Back in my old spot there. Um, definitely recommend it. I haven't heard nothing but good things from it everywhere. <coughs> Only thing is, in the very beginning, they had these really bad. Um, they had these really bad. Uh, they didn't put the tops of the little pressure relief valve on them, and they were kind of blowing up in stores. So there was a little fish oh, shit because organic goes yeah, boom. Yeah, organic yep, boom. Organic boom. Goes organic boom. go boom boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a, so, that's the science so, by the dropping the knowledge at the end. <laughs> and also to close organic. But boom, now they boom. got the new tops, so they're all they're all good. They do that. Uh, awesome product. I'm gonna get it for you to try, so you'll be good. Uh, once yeah, every month. I don't know do. what day. What day were we doing that? Every third Friday. Was there a date? Did we figure that out? I think we're still trying to work that out. Okay, we'll do it next week. Let's do oh, it. Whatever. Let's, we'll yeah, do it all next week. It. We're going to go nuts. We're going to be like, give it away, give it away. Do boom, boom, everywhere. Yes. So next week, we're doing this. Uh, yeah, I think we were talking about doing it this week, and we just fucking failed on all fronts. As well, we do. Works. As we do. The giveaway works much As better if we have people listening human live. Beings. Yeah, humans are way right. better. Way yeah. better. Than the a, dynamic is uh, 100% better. a little off. And not only fish shit. Seeds here, here now. No. We're going to get back to um, Skunkovision. I've already promised that, so that's getting put back. We're going to have a new lower third. Uh, we're going to be doing that soon because okay. uh, we're yeah, back on to the Because we got the same cameras. We're still in Skunkovision. It hasn't changed. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. We just had a two-week hiatus where it was, uh, it was up in the air. We didn't know what was going on. There was a whole craziness. But now we are back with a vengeance with our boys over at Seeds here now, making sure that they, I mean, they got over 50, they have 50 plus breeders right now, which is like dealing with 50 children. I know, I'm one of them. So, you you know, I wouldn't want to deal with 50 of me, would you? Or, you know, 50 of yous and me's and all those. Oh my God, I, it's, it's oh a nightmare. God. So, we, it's okay. Do we, won't, one. we won't, we won't, we won't deal with one. Yeah, exactly. One other me. One other me is That's more a, than that enough. Would be, uh, but he does. He deals with fifty plus, and that the other day he also puts a good guarantee on all the seeds. Cats. So, so if you have exactly, so if you have any issues with any of the seeds that you get from them, you're gonna get a replacement. And also, uh, but you shouldn't have any issues. You just have good good selection, man. Pick out the right ones. Solid. Work work with it. I mean, that's the best part about putting out good genetics is that you you you. You're gonna get always gonna get one guy who's gonna complain, and at the end of the day, you just go, "Here you go. Here's twice as many seeds as you even bought. How's that?" And then they're just like, "Well, you know, it doesn't matter. It's just part of the deal." But you know, they're not gonna do that. But they'll give you your seed back. <laughs> not that he said it. No. Well, sometimes I mean, honestly, I you will. Know, they, I'll just they do, do that. Hook, I'll go like throw. If they it. think the customer's being honest, they always replace everything. It's just a matter of if they think some people. Oh, they ever, got. Well, like got never like, buy anything. Like, where's have, the record of your purchase? Like, I don't have that. But can you give me ten packs? Like, no, no, no. They, they get up scammers all day long. Of course. But then they're and they're not going to just give it to you willy nilly. But at the same time, and if you come back eight they, times, they the know same, how to vet people. Same complaint. They know how to vet people, and 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 just like any, any of these reliable 
places. And they don't like, have to because they don't they, have to. No, I'm saying like uh, if they do have to, repl- they do replace a lot of stuff. Uh, if they think the person's you know being honest and they send them new stuff, they more replace stuff. anything that people do. But there's like you know, and it's crazy too because you'll, you'll get like, like about five percent. Like I know that your your stuff had very low, uh, super low number back because he was like t- very happy with it. You know, and that's part of the deal. It's like you don't. But it still happened. Yeah, it's still it's gonna be but a lot of average. It was three to five percent. The more, you sell, the more you something. sell, the more you sell, right. the more chance you'll have one yeah, or two. Yeah, right, and of that's course. part of the deal. And he's I was trying to explain to him. I was like, dude, we sold over a million seeds last year. I was like, yeah. of course, if we have 0.1% of people, that's going to be a 1,000 complaints. And that's the thing about dealing with not only now he's dealing with all the companies, and that's you know that's a lot of work, again. And that's a lot of vetting and a lot of dealing with bullshit. And, under- and also seeing, want that job. seeing the realities of the whole thing. Because there's, like, so there's it's now getting more and more hard to figure out what's the right stuff to get. You know, all you have to do is go to one website, which is seedsyournow.com. Pulls up all the different breeders. Hoppity you boopity. got forums. You got you know a very uh, open thing to work with. And at the end of the day, uh, you get speedy, fast, fucking awesome delivery, which is the name of the game in the seed world. And you got James Bean man on the scene. He'll be calling in probably next week because we're gonna get the the intros and all that shit. And have an internet that works, and we're gonna be somewhere. Once again, it's like amazing. We're Not like, live. The funny part is, is that we're in an awesome fucking what? spot. Camera one. And it camera should two? have great internet. Camera one. Camera two. And it's camera like one. we'll probably end camera up in a fucking two. shitty camera spot camera with two. great internet camera next one. week, and we'll be like, man, if we could just combine the two into like one perfect spot, one day we will do it. But in the meantime, we should talk later we're doing about Skunko Vision. Which is happening now. Brought to you by Seeds Here Now. Skunko Vision. vision it's happening. Vision, vision, vision. vision. And uh, vision. Like James graphics. Bean, man on the scene next week. Make it happen, too. So uh, thanks, guys. Thanks Ethosgenetics.com. Thanks. Oh, look at that. that Ethosgenetics.com. Dun, dun. Ethosgenetics.com. And Illuminar Lighting. Now that's fucking... These guys are on a fucking warpath right now, putting out. They're like, definitely the putting out some of the best uh, lights on the market right now. They All changed up their website too. They improved their website. Is it better? It's cool to me. <laughs> no, it's way worse. <laughs> it's way, way worse. worse. It's totally not yeah. working though. No, but they got the, the IL8. <laughs> they've got uh, double-ended lights. They've got the 315 metal uh, ceramic metal highlights that we give away every month. On the last Friday of the month, so here on the Adam Dunn show, so we've we've we're up to like our eighth light maybe or something, tenth light. What are we on? We have a lot of lights. We've been giving away lights for a little while, for, for a minute. It's been now. a while since oh, after since Spain, right? I think March, Spain. April. We started about a year ago, almost close to a year ago. So I think we're up to almost 10, 10 giveaways. And uh, so we're getting results back. So if you, we actually had some photos that we were going to show, but next week we'll do it when we do the. We'll uh, do it in the dungle time. We'll do the dungle moments and the, the pre pre show dungle moments. I have no idea what words are set you're saying. I know it's, it's, it's freaking it's freaking me out. Uh, you I don't understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. You go to illuminarlighting.com, check their website out. If you're at a if you're at a show and you see them, go check te- mm. check them out there. Tell them you want any way you contact them. You always say you want the done deal. Uh, and if you are thinking about putting in like real lights in a real facility, you need to contact them, tell them you want the done deal, and that's when the fucking deals come in big. You're like, wait a minute, you're talking I can save sixty thousand dollars with the done deal? You're like, yes, sir, sixty thousand dollars. They're like, holy shit, dollars. The more you buy, the better the deals get, right? So on those huge <laughs> deals, both Millennium, both Millennium, buy extra. It's a better deal. Well, both Millennium and. Uh, uh, Illuminar, those two products. If you're in a large scale facility, if you thought old millennium, and you wanted, and you wanted to switch over to the better shit, you just do that. 
throw the Dundee in there, and it's like a triple bonus. You're like, ding, 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 like breaking the bank show. You want to do that. Uh, Illuminarlighting.com for the deals of the century. Yeah, I'm telling you, you get the real deal. You become a gold member. 100%. And not only that, we have. do we have some secret last mega sponsor? No? Do we got secret mega last sponsor, David? Uh, no. no, secret mega sponsors. <laughs> well, no, but you we have are all sorts. On a you have all sorts. You have We're like... waiting on a knight from the scope and stack guys. They're sending us uh, one. Oh shit! Um, They're coming. Always a shout out to the stone cold solventless guys. We love those guys. We do. Apothecary's coming in. Ruby Pearl Co. is sending us a whole bunch of ruby pearls mm-hmm. to give away. And uh, we're hoping that new CBD company in Colorado Springs, Cured by Design, will be coming on. See, I know you're on the cutting edge of the up-and-coming sponsors. It's all over it. It's all over it. It's going crazy. And we, we we're over our time limit, but that's okay. We're going to now just totally mess it up with calling in two, and that's going to add hours to the show. So you're going to be, like, for the next four hours now. This is the best value the, show, the, the, amount show. Of, the amount of content. The two show. I'm pretty sure my connection is wearing low right now. Oh, yeah, you're like, the two's coming on? I oh, want to put out, like, four internet. versions of some shorter why, versions. Why don't we my, save my two for work. next week? No, can't do it's it. It's happening he, right now, dude. <laughs> it's so it's already happening. See. Yeah, like chop this one up in, like, 20 clips. Like a bullet, bullet Here it comes, bullet to the head. Bullet to the head. Oh, shit. What? Two on the house. Right. What's going Shotgun on? Shotgun to the dick. Ow. Ow. Why? 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 Why did he go there? Oh, Dave. Why, why was that? Why? Why? <laughs> I mean, we're all being friendly here. Dave. So what's you going on, my friend? How you doing? Good. We uh, we couldn't have you come on earlier. You would have just dis- just destroyed our guests they would have been like what's happening again this has been a repeat of the last uh, the last time so i figured- learned a lot about some stuff today actually like you know this is a really good show that dude uh what do you call him our two joe or whatever joe two d two joe two d two joe two d two yeah yeah that dude they're fucking smart but like you, you could feel the, the smartness is, through, the phone, through the phone thing yeah tell me electricity like the re okay so the reason we evolved like any life on any planet exists is well, because let's talk about this planet that's the uh, best life. of three things amino acids uh-huh. peptids and electricity right and like no. they formed the very life that began no, that, that's... like everything um what about yeah, water? So, what about water like um like water. When 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 you get viruses water. and when you get sick or cancer, and plants all together, it's all about uh, failing mitochondria in the cell because the mitochondria is the workhorse of the cell. So that's true. When the when the when the mitochondria starts to fail, uh, or you know lose uh, dehydrated. Oxygen, humans <laughs> oxygen and electricity. Yeah, yeah. Like so, when when that starts to fail. Then um, acids over here. the cell is uh, more apt to be able to uh, get get the viruses and get you know uh, uh, invaded by whatever's trying to get into it because it's not a super strong cell. So totally. while tissue culture and stuff definitely, I mean definitely, especially that like really tippy top of spherical mirrorism shit, like that really does. <laughs> Like, you know, because that's the freshest growth. That's where you get, like, the best growth that you possibly can in the freshest Virgin. cells that haven't been invaded yeah. yet. But, exactly. Um, 
But, you know, with a little bit of electrical stimulation, you can, like, work that cell up in a froth. And then that will, you know, more stimulate uh, and be a, a stronger fucking cell all the way around. And it goes for humans, too. Like, uh... So how many times, we how many times to, a day are you shocking yourself? That's all I want to know right now. Like, what are you doing? you got to be doing accidentally something. Accidentally or purposely? Purposely. <laughs> He's got two categories. Uh, well, just, it's important I to... It, I, I just did it a minute ago. I, I, was, I was taking a dab with the torch, and I had my plasma lighter. It's like an electrical lighter that shoots plasma across and starts with. So I accidentally touched it to the tip of the torch, which could have been really bad. And I got my, I nuked my, I was given the rats dabs, my lab rats. I was, uh, I was, uh, <laughs> giving, giving my them lab dabs. Rats Mike and dabs. Phil. I mean, the lab rats. Yeah, they, dude, they love getting important. stoned. I can't rat. lie. Like, uh, Mike here. Can you say lab rat dabs? Mike here. Three times really fast. Lab rat dabs. He, lab he rat like, dabs. gets up on the fucking. <laughs> lab rat dabs. Lab. Yeah, rat. Mike here gets up on the, the very edge of the cage every time I come in here. And start up dabs, or I got a joint. He'll like sit there and just like this. This well, guy likes two pieces. That's it's, cool. It's uh, eh, I don't know. Mm. But yeah, mm. so I mean, um, if you really, if you really wanna, um, you <laughs> know, uh, Mark's like bring back good genetic. Uh, you know, like bring back. Go. You got to use electricity. It, it really does like amp. Up everything. No oh, although that is funny. Yes, it amps up everything, bro. Bro, bro. I mean, it literally does. You gotta put. I mean, if you're being literal, yes. What's that? You still need liquid. Still need liquid water. Bringing it down. It's only gonna be a few more minutes. I still would prefer some liquid water in this mix if to get some life. Yeah, you're missing the water in the life department. That's what he's 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 been. You're saying to, yeah, just that's what. If that's you're gonna, what, add a, if you're gonna have a list. So you got that's that's more things. Just say, you yeah. Amino <laughs> acids. You right. got the you got liquid the, water. You got the and the other two, the other the peptides. peptides. Yeah, yep. yeah. And then you said electricity, electricity, and liquid water. Water. Yeah. Okay. Good. So and salinity, salinity being you know because raw water doesn't conduct electricity. Correct. Correct. Salt in there. Yes. And the higher the better, I assume, for this particular, not without being ridiculous, but yeah, high salinity. Well, no, listen, I mean, you got to be real careful because while voltage is great, I mean, you know, like Tesla pushed like, you know, in a Tesla coil, you're pushing like 50,000 volts at like 0.5 milliamps through your body. It's like light, it's, it's like a low amperage lightning. And that's cool. And <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That. Only you would be like, you know, and that's cool. I've done it six times, not going to lie. Once I burnt myself, came out my foot. <laughs> um, just remember, <laughs> no, it's like, on the two like, scale. Like, remember, the, the two scale is minus 10. That's the two scale. Like, whatever he does, chill. do 10 less than him. It goes to 11. <laughs> I know. That's why it's a minus 10 scale. So everything, anything you do, you just do 10 less than that. All right. So, so you're giving your lab rats dabs, right? What else are you doing down there in the morning? How, I want to know what's <laughs> going on with these rats, though. Are they cooling out? Are they chill? Like, do they like the dabs? They come up and, like, put their little cute noses up. They're smart. Rats are smart. Yeah, no. They, like, sit at the edge of the cage, and they, uh, well, Phil's a little shy, but I got, a, I got like, the top <laughs> of the cage specific. locked off with, like, blankets. Personality so it's like a hot Phil. box up there. Uh-huh. Your hot box, uh, like hot, hot box, box and there, so what's your gut say? The, the rats digging it up there. Are the rats digging it? 
Is that your gut feeling? Rats yeah, digging totally. It? <laughs> okay, then when did the ketamine kick in? They the love rats? it. When did they do the ketamine? Like Mike, the rats Mike actually love ketamine. Love I know. Mike, that was a while ago. Mike actually just uh, um, <laughs> ate a dab right off the, the dabber. Like he just, I, I like had it right by the cage, and he fucking, and then he was all like Mike, chewing it up, Mike, like all you know? trichomy in his mouth, you know. <laughs> trichomy in his mouth. Um, Thank you for another original story. No, of course. That's Dude, what you, he, everything he does is, is never done. I mean, this done. is what I do. Yeah, I mean, I, I everything he does, I'm like, I don't think anyone's ever done that right there. Not that exact way. Well, they give him lots of dabs to rats, probably, I'm sure. Somebody, someone is giving yeah, yeah. Oh, Someone's doing totally. You need from to make like, a little. You need to make like a little from like basement all the way like, to professional. You need like, a little conical thing that goes been, on the end, so that goes over time. There. I'm guessing sticks right over there. Snout, you know, a little. That's mentioning all the people that do their own. They like smoking joints more than like doing dabs, though. In all honesty, they like, take uh, their tiny little claws, just like, grab you know, it, and be like, I get, "It's good to know. That's good to know." Right. Two dropping science. So electrocute. Coughing at them, you know, because coronavirus. Okay, so electrocute your plants. Feed your rats dabs. Lab rat stabs. What else? What other lab rat stab? What, 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 whatever. What other uh, gems have we got from the? Oh, I got that TARDIS. So yeah. So I ordered a grow tent from Jeremy's. I ordered a grow tent from Jeremy Silva, and it came in this like little box. You know, like right. They try to get the boxes smaller. It's easier to ship. And you were like, "How can this be?" No, it's this is crazy, and we put it together, and it's like eight fucking feet tall. It's like oh, the nice. Most it's a, it's a that's cool. yeah, it's a gorilla grow tent. Mm. So it's got like windows and shit. Like I don't know, it's fucking crazy. You're like, like I'm a, moving in. This is, this is like my new house. Right, it's the third nicest yeah. uh, domicile I've ever been around. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we uh, low so, rent. So uh, gorilla tents, thumbs up. And then from I got the U Mountain gotcha. coming up. I got this. Uh, we're gonna do the G3, electric G13 project where I'm gonna electrify the next seed round mm-hmm. to uh, kick out all the viruses and stuff. But um, I got some really interesting stuff like the Ute Mountain, which is uh, Bodie had given me a few years ago at the Emerald Cup. He gave a bunch of people some PCK, and then our homie Chev, he fucking crossed the most purple, and and like which comes along with these really weird perfumey terps. Like uh, on the most purple one, and then we took that and we crossed that on the um, uh, Lashkar Ga from Phil, which was the which is the last place in Afghanistan they actually smoke cannabis as opposed to make it into a you know an extract like a hash. So it comes off real leathery and like chocolate and like. Uh, tobacco mm. even kind of mm. uh, big old mm. indica and then we took that and crossed that with another the same PCK and uh, a vintage Afghan from um, what's his name Dave at, Co- at Gold Coast yeah yeah from the uh, the Brothers of Eternal Light cut yeah that's what that shit is the Bowell cut from his dad uh, from those hippies hippies those yeah. damn hippies and surfboards and fucking, Damn, hey. fucking surfboard and hippies. Hippies. Well, well, With the shoulder length. So hey, listen, these, I got these. I'm I'm trying to start these dog shit these, and uh, like they're not cracking. This shit is old as fuck. What do you guys think? How do I soak in what, the 500 uh, ppm mean, of gibberellic acid um, and H2O at three percent for 48 hours? 
I mean, I got the, I got water and I got. If they're alive, I got Maybe. water and peroxide. That's about the best. Here's the thing. That's it like the keeps the... soak him in that. If it doesn't work, if they don't show any sign at like put them in that and then keep them wet in paper towel for say a couple of days at least. If they don't show any sign at that. You can eventually keep soaking him and then uh, open up the scalpel and if it's alive, you can just take that embryo right out. So what mouth, I did was mouth I mouth. took them and I put them in the. No, the coronavirus. Yeah, I, I did the good old, so, uh, you know, uh, uh, I soaked a uh, paper, a good paper towel, and like uh, uh, peroxide and uh, water. Is it a large, thick and shell by like chance? They actually look like they're swelling up. They're huge. They're fucking. Okay, so like, listen. They're like pea-sized so seeds. Yeah. I've had some uh, certain shells get thick, and they just need a little more time too. Like I've I've had stuff like. Where I thought like a few were just done, and I go back like a week later, and I see sprouts like growing out of cups. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like just, and they're always like bigger, thicker seeds or bigger, thicker shells at least. So some just need a little longer. Giant fucking yeah. seeds, yeah. So some just need a little longer. H two O two to keep the water. Things like three clean. days. Just when you go yeah, along with the seeds, yeah. you want to yeah, just like I just change the water every day. You know, I'm I mean, just I to keep just keep them fresh. Like a, a little, I, I might switch them out. Yeah, I, I actually definitely see like the the cracks starting to happen. You know what I mean? But like these definitely are old. give them I some mean, nice. Uh, give these them, are uh, probably like keep the water warm but not hot. H two O two three percent. And uh, if you have if you don't have triple guys, it doesn't matter at this point. Just give them a nice uh, mushy environment, nice soft. I do actually make them happy. Make them happy. You know? Make hey. give them some love. Play Who's some music. Got any kind of them. acid, bruh. Any kind? Any kind. Ha, just give him some LSD. <laughs> How many kinds? Yeah. Yeah. How many kinds? Exactly. I'll watch him grow right I'll eat some too, man. <clears throat> you got to put on the... Uh, no, I won't. You got to put up the, the marijuana brotany. Brotany? Yeah. It's the bro science of botany. <laughs> yeah, that was my... Uh, <laughs> win. <Brotney>. Hashtag win. <laughs> like this by by uh, Robert Carnell <laughs> Bro Clark, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. change his name. Dude, Shout out to Zach from BioSafe. Marijuana bro, ham. That's bro, awesome. Bro. <laughs> there you go. Maze balls. But, so yeah, like I'm gonna switch. I guess I'll switch these guys out uh, awesome. into a new paper towel because I'm fucking with them now, and I don't know. You know, I didn't wash my hands before I started getting here. Okay, always wash your hands, guys. Uh, Twenty minutes. Yeah. Wash hands for 20, 20 minutes. minutes. <laughs> sing, uh, sing happy yeah, birthday yeah. 27 yeah. times. Forwards and backwards. That's four times I got that in during <laughs> this thing as wash hands for 20 minutes. I just said it again. It's fine. So, uh, we basically got to get like both one, of those are b- poorly ranked. We got to get one more nugget out of you, too, and then we're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eight of us getting eight, eight people right now that we know are laughing. Like, ah, uh, we like, just Facebook liked that comment. <laughs> uh, inside joke, good times. Pictures times. up. That's what we're gonna. Uh, end. We're gonna end with that picture. We're gonna end with that picture because it's awesome. <laughs> and uh, I tried to get. I, I actually, of course, now Rob doesn't have a way to know. Listen, because he was listening to the show. If we were gonna be live, and now, of course, he fucked up. So sad. And so we I, should do another one. I wanted and go to like call in. two, three hours long. Yeah, him and Mo was gonna call in and give us their give us their feedback on the. What we were discussing about fucking the words, it. the words, the woods, the fucking woods, <laughs> like and what they mean, in, man. and I'm what not they mean for you anymore. No. I can't be your puppet. So uh, soon come, but you got some uh, marijuana brotney there, bro. bro. That's a great bro, bro. Yeah, brotney, brotney, bro. 
Bratty, bro. Mm. Bratty. <laughs> just, a, yeah. just do some Bratty. That'd be a nice cocktail uh, table book. I want to thank you for joining us for five seconds, too, which is long enough, man. Thank you. Always is, yes. Always is. Good to see you, but good to see you go as well. Electrocuting plant. Great to see you. Better to see you go. <laughs> Electrocuting plant. I got all you need. I got Colin, all the- I'm going to call you on those dilution rates. Like, uh- the dilute. I'm deluded. Um, okay. I accept that. It was correct though what you what you did mention. So which one? You can just listen to the show. You just have to go back. And listen the to dilution it. rates. Yeah. Which ones? For the gibberish acid. The gibberish. That's that's. It's a tough one. At the beginning of the show, he would have nailed it. The end of the show, he's like, I got no shot. I got no shot. Gibberish acid. GA three. Um, yeah, so between uh, two and five hundred parts per million and three uh, percent hydrogen peroxide, I, and uh, you're good to I go. I need a gram to water measurement, man. I don't have uh, I don't have my I have my parts per million you can, meter. You can stolen, literally, uh, fortunately, you can literally just uh, Google it. There's a GA3 calculator online. You just tell me to Google it, bro? <laughs> Dude, there's a GA3. Did you just fucking tell me to Google it? No, I did. Or you go to my MySpace page. Or you go to my MySpace page where I have it clearly laid out. You could just read that right there. Yeah. On your MySpace yeah. page? You heard, you heard me what? Is there something better? Um, so, you know, uh, I won't be answering your call tonight. <laughs> Miss your face. Uh, you sons of bitches. You fucking guys. You fucking guys. <laughs> I love you motherfuckers. Yeah, you both assholes. I love uh, you a lot. <laughs> okay. Nice chatting, witches. All right. All right. You're going to be like that right. about it. We, uh, we're like 13 hours into this show, so we're going to go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I've lost three pounds <laughs> just in water weight. So next week I'm planning on I'm going. all night skate. It's actually, it is, temp- the temperature is perfect now, though. <laughs> Like it's not too hot in the head. It's like has been very comfortable. I will say we may see you Cheers, live. Man. We may see you live next week because we're planning on going out to doing. check out uh, Area Four Twenty. I like looking at instruments. Oh, so that's good. what we're gonna go check out. Yeah, Area, yeah, I'll meet you up there. Yeah, we're gonna check out Area Four Twenty if they were on the show a couple weeks ago. And what is that? That is the fucking next hottest thing <coughs> in, in Colorado. Well, what is it? It's four hundred twenty acres. Broken down into sixty lots with. Do you to watch the show? <laughs> on oh, Saturday night, two hundred <laughs> acres broken down to six hundred lots. Everyone's <laughs> naked. One man wins. That's it. Everyone wears <laughs> Vaseline. <laughs> Go. Area four twenty. Check it out. Don't no, listen to the show. Never gonna catch me. It's uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go live. I think that that would be a good plan. Go down next. You know, maybe go on Friday and just say fuck it. Let's go. Let's do it. Colin plays piano? Sure. I taught myself this year, actually. Uh, I'm almost at a concert level. I'm performing this year. Yeah, where, where is that going I be? started playing last right February. On. I started last little, February. Little you can do it in the desert. You can do it in the desert. Um, <laughs> I, I've always played music, but I, I decided last year was like kind of New Year's really resolution type thing to learn the piano, and I actually did it. It was, it was super trippy. Because like seven months into it, like, I was like awful for a while, and all of a sudden I got good, and I was like, had this moment, you know? And all of a sudden, I was like, looked down, I'm like, dude, I can play this. This is weird. Because, like, as an identity, like, at 46, like, being a piano player is one of those things that you're not used to. And I just thought it would be cool, and I went for it, and I just... Uh, We're setting up right now. Yeah. Getting writing going. songs and everything. Oh, they're, and actually, they're, my band and I are going on tour next year. Perfect. Mostly places they're I could drive a, to from my house. Uh, uh, local tour. Very, very local. Within 12 months. Penis. Yes, he's a penis. 
It's Colin it's is a penis. penis. Yeah. Colin this is, is a really penis. the high, this is the highbrow of the high point of the show. Uh, you know, I want to thank. We were talking to doctors about doctory stuff earlier, and now this guy's bringing us way down. Yeah, he's penis. <laughs> Colin's a penis. All right. I'm uh, giving you wow, the literal. Like, thank like, Dave. Thank you, Dave. You're not hanging. like Billy Look at Joel, Dave. Bro. Dave's just barely hanging. Only the good die Dave is barely hanging in. He's like he putting he's putting his own hat on. He's putting his own hat. He wants his own hat now. You're gonna have to add that. What in. prime now? He wants. He wants. To, he wants to have in my hand. Uh, I want to thank uh, Colin and whoever's inside of Colin. Colin and who's the other guy that's with you? Ronnie Chang. Ronnie Chang. Ronnie Chang. Ronnie Chang. <laughs> I just saw. His, I just saw his Netflix today. I cannot stop saying it. He's Ronnie so Chang funny. slash so Ronnie funny. Chang is fucking. He's so hilarious. funny, dude. He's so funny. Dude, he's so he's fucking up, funny. He's in me like Holy like Spice shit. Girls were like 20 years ago. Where I'm like, dude, what? This is just weird. Dude's up in my head. Okay, funny. Roddy, Roddy Chang Dude, in your head. I did not get paid for that plug, but Netflix, yeah. Ronnie Chang, check it out. It's hilarious. Oh, he's fucking wow. hilarious. Hope we get paid. True story. Pay us. Really good. Uh, thank MTI really for hanging in there and fucking dealing with all the bullshit that we had to deal with. Thank all the chat gang for fucking dealing with all the bullshit. Gang? Uh, I'm sorry this stuff had to be uploaded after. Gang gang? We won't do it again, we promise. This is the first, this is the first time I think we ever had to do this, isn't it? Or second time? Like, second time? It doesn't maybe? happen a lot. It's four and a half times. I think it usually happens when we're traveling. What, yeah, we're what, traveling. What actually happened? What happened is our internet is like, we're somehow... It's weak, like, bro. It's, it's weak. super weak. It's weak we, sauce. We, we can't fucking upload shit. You know what it is? Sauce I think they're bowls. next to towers of all these people that are, uh, are using all the Wi-Fis. It's not even Wi-Fi. We're even off the fucking off the fucking thing. Anyway, some reason our internet doesn't work strong enough to go up. It goes down. It doesn't come up. Yeah, AOL Oh, uh, anyway, so we 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 totally uh, just went all crazy and two two did two, a classic two style storm, with the two storm phones hit. and things. And goddamn two storm hit. We uh, let it. We invited. Shout it. out to Vinny helping out. We let it Viper. into our home. Viper. What up, Vinny? In the, in the, in the Viper Den, in the Viper it. Den, we're, we're, we're deep in the Viper hey, Ralph Den. Ralph Macchio, don't forget, we gotta give it out to Ralph Macchio. Shout out to sponsor, Ralph Macchio, sponsor of the show. Yep, thanks. Shout out from uh, hanging out, new getting sponsor high. of the show. Getting high. No, I wasn't getting high with him. I was getting high with fucking Ricky Schroeder. Ecosgenetics.com. Shout out to Ricky Schroeder. Rick, Rick Schroeder. It's Rick I don't think Schroeder, Ricky Schroeder gets high. Yeah. Dude, Rick he did Schroeder. when I was a kid. Ricky when I was did. Young. Rick doesn't. He did. When Rick's I was very serious. Now he does. He's it's Back when he was Silver Spoons, he was like, and all doing, what do you think Silver Spoons are about? Come on now. You thinking weed? Come on. Come on now. Ah, I feel like in the I, 80s, all, all kids on TV did come. Silver Spoon in the second 80s? I feel come like on. All those behind the blow. What do you think everybody shows? was doing in that show? Coke. Ah. Everyone was the 80s. All the those kid kids was did doing coke. coke. He was like, like nine. Drew Barrymore was, was like an in, an infant. He was, she was doing blow in LA. <laughs> For sure. Dude, I think she was like eight or something. That's another so, show. Cocaine will lead you to Jesus. That's how that works. I'm that's, pretty sure. That's another yeah. show. <laughs> it's a nine year old. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, peace out. Uh, Bye, too. I don't, know how you, I don't know how you got this far into the show. I would have left a long time ago. Uh-huh. Peace. All right. Later, guys. Every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. Why did I smoke a natural herb?
Some call it marijuana, some call it sensimedia, some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it...